Live from Santa Monica, California on Four Corners on the West. The original side, one of the original places right here. And we're at the Pico Youth Center. You know, we're still involved with uh, helping these kids, man. You know, but we're right now we're going to help the listener to get a little uh, outlook on uh, how it was, what used to go down, and how it's still probably going down, but they just got another label on it. And we're talking about... Uh, we talking about Durden and Rafael Perez and yeah, David the Mack. Rampart, David Mack. And but what, hey, before, hey before, Mr. Announcer, what show is it? <laughs> man, I always do that. Yeah, live from Santa Monica, California, man, on the Four Corners. This is the Hard Luck Show, baby, coming at you from the west side. Your brother faced with hard luck. Face, face. Face with hard luck. Card shot, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pimps and card shot, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Your brother face with hard luck. Face, 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 face with hard luck. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your host, certified, qualified, West Side Steve Lucky Luciano. Want to welcome you listeners. It's a beautiful day in Santa Monica. We're here. Shout out to the PYFC. And it's a beautiful day out today, as I said. As usual, on my right, my co-host is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, here to rip shit up again. Yes. Yeah, yeah, we're boiling Woo-wee. people. Scalps and all. Yes, sir. Indeed. And today, today, this special day, we have we have a very, very important special guest sitting in today. Yeah, get ready. It's my crime partner, Big Lepto. Welcome in. New man, big lad. Yeah, it's big football lab. day. You know they got the playoffs going on today. Yeah, yep. come on. I don't know. On. Last I checked, come on, Green Fuck. Bay. Come on. Yeah. Come Fuck on. with the West, the bulletproof vest. Mm-hmm. I'm putting all your trick ass <laughs> homies to the test. <laughs> Fucking with Smitty in the city. <laughs> the nitty gritty. We about to lace these motherfuckers up with some game. Rampart division ain't the same. You yeah. motherfuckers better know. Get it right. I can't rap a lick, but I'm take flight on these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Just know what's up. Game yeah. market shift 4700. Oh, there uh, we go. Hey, so yeah. today's special topic uh, Rampart Part One. one. That's right. This Rampart is the Part Rampart like, Show, Part One. It's like, how many fucking parts can you put on this motherfucker? It's About so, 20 if you wanted to. I'll tell you like this. So here's what we're going to do, man, for the listener, man, just so you know. Yeah. We bring in the history, man, and there's a lot of not, hey, a lot hey, of individuals. If you could, listen, if you could, if, if the guests could be here, like Mr. Earbuds, Mrs. Earbuds, if you right. could see what was going on right now. Right. All right. Steve's got legal pads in exactly. front of him with fucking uh, pens. Right. 
right. fucking Big Lep. He's got like highlighters right. and fucking pages of shit all over the right. place. And then I got- we researched. Not only did we experience, like it's somebody, you know, it's a Personal field. experience. I know Big Luck over here, man, being from the neighborhood he's from and being from the neighborhood I'm from. It's like when we were growing up, like this, this damn thing was established. A lot of people don't know. Yep. Rampart scandal. It, it, it's like, it, this is how it aligns. It aligns like this. So everybody thinks it's a rampart. No, it goes like this. Crash. Community resources against street, street hoodlums. hoodlums. Mo- What's this? Moto or motto? The motto. The motto. Yeah, the motto. The motto is to protect and serve with intimidated. No, immediate. Those who intimidate others. All right, stay. Hey, who hey. intimidate those? <laughs> yeah. Who, oh, yeah. to intimidate those, those who intimidate, intimidate others. others. Hey, Man, hey, how hey, about wait, another wait. word? Hold on uh-huh. a second. Hey, little, little, little trivia. Like everybody's yeah. fired up with this. Hey, one. little yeah. trivia, little trivia. What was what was their logo? You know, I, re- I never, it was a cholo. No, no, it, it was a cholo? skull and crossbones oh, with a, a cowboy hat. With what? <laughs> oh, with what? It's hey, that. Yes, it with is. With the guns. No. But then, but it did, ended but, up but, a lot of with the listen. badge. Right. But they had playing but, cards. Aces but, and eights. Yep. Yeah, Aces Smitty, and eights. You remember that? That's the dead man's hand. That's right. the dead right. man's hand. Wait, hold on, hold on. Smitty, we got right now. We got a bald headed Smitty with right. a push broom. Yeah. He's here. He said that he he's a reformed Mormon, Utah. Listen, Smitty, tell uh, us why do they call it? Why do they call it the dead man's hand? That's the hand that uh, Wyatt Earp, I believe. Was wrong, wrong, wrong. Sorry, right. Wild, Bill Wild Bill Hickok. Wild Bill Hickok. Wild Bill Hickok had had that hand playing right. with his back against the door. Wow. Steve, that's why Steve rarely ever sits with his right. back. Everywhere we go with Steve, he wants yeah. to face the door. Right. All right. Of course. Aces and eights is what he had in his hand right. when he was shot, killed. So that's wow. a dead man's That's hand. the dead wow. man's hand. We got photographer. Swedish. Yo. Swedish fish. Johan. Swedish fish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Handling right. the photos today. Yeah. yeah. Johan said that his living situation has improved. Right. Yes. But very slightly because he just found out that the guy's living with Mm-hmm. Is a schizophrenic. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's still. Hey, that's wait a minute. Better wait a minute. Hold on. That stop taking this medication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the right. problem. <laughs> He's in his area. Hey, dude. He told uh, me he woke up. He told me he woke up. What? Right. Johan said he woke up uh-huh. and his roommate was measuring his skull. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, let me bring hey, everybody back hey. down to speed here. Let yeah, me yeah, get yeah. back Let's on the course back real quick. On it. Come on. So listen, we had we had brought up riot the, the riot show, which was a great show that we did. And we've done a couple shows where we've kind of gone on tangent on the different L.A. crimes, O.J., this and that. And what, what happened, just to refresh my listeners, what happened was that me, Chumahan, and the Hard Luck cast, we started getting hit with emails and DMs right. about different subject matter. Yeah. You listeners were requesting that we possibly dive into some different historical things that went down in Los Angeles. Right. And the Rampart scandal is a topic that kept on coming up. Right. Hey, why don't you guys do something? Are you guys ever going to talk about Rampart? Right. So, me having personal experience, which I will share with you guys. Right. My boy Lepke, who has some personal experience with it, I invited him to come on the show because we like to bring you the truth from our own personal experiences. And Chumahan, who's a professor at law, my partner. Right. The three of us decided we were going to get together, dissect and dive in. Right? Yeah, Amen. and you know what? And we bring you a real show a on real ramp part of what hey, we hey, found. Right. You know yeah, what? no training day. No Denzel today. Yeah, no Denzel. Right. By the way, training day 
what's happening before everyone exactly. relates Rampart right. with Training Day, but the truth is that Training Day started being developed and filmed before Rampart, but, and they actually adjusted it later but, but to you, make it link up with Rafael Perez and all that bullshit. Right. But originally, Training Day right. was not really was, about they, the Rampart. Right. But it was it was not. But at the same time, we got to give a big up to Denzel because he did win the oh, Academy Award yeah, for that man, performance. Yeah. Listen, so we're gonna yeah, get a little bit of entertainment for these guys, but we, of course. it ain't gonna be entertainment after we get down to the brass. Let me, let me tell you. King Kong ain't got yeah, shit on right, me. Because yeah. hey, Pelican Bay wasn't built when Rampart was running around the streets. Let me tell you something. Community me, resources against fucking crap. Yeah, I have a lot of bad experiences with them. Listen, okay. Like, you was talking about the chokehold, man. Right. So then Talk anyway, about that. Chokehold. No, let me tell you. So anyway, so the first time I experienced a chokehold was I had just got out of Soledad. Right? It was in the 90s, like early 90s, man. It could have been like 91. I had just did an 11-month violation on the North Yard. Yeah. You know, and the dudes I was running with was Creeper from Mid-City. Shout out to Creeper and and, and, uh, and Black Mike from Mid-City, man. I'm going to give them a shout out. And Big Dre from uh, Smiley Drive 18, man. We got to give him a shout out. Because I know all them dudes were in the jail. See, you got a lot of people don't realize that when Rampart and the Crash Division was flowing back in those days, Throughout, uh, like over there by the Mayfair, where we go up in Hollywood, right? And uh, like, you, you, we need the listener to know a little bit about the history of a uh, crash was formed in 1979. You know, and I, I was at the peak of my gang banging days in 1979. I was at I was at a point in 1979 where I was trying to make a name for myself, trying to push the line and make my put my name up there so I could get like get, get my neighbor. I have I'm come from a little neighborhood. You know, my neighbor, I was trying to get them recognition. So part of getting recognition was going into state prison and letting individuals know what my neighborhood was about. Right. So I came in contact with Crash, like not to get off track, but as far as that chokehold, it's like I remember they had got me, Hollywood Division had practiced a chokehold on me at once uh, when I was going. How would, let me, let me tell you how they got me. Yeah. So I'm in Coanga Park. And, and I don't think there used to be another thing before Crash. or They formed it around the same time. It was called Metro. Right. Remember Metro? Yeah. And what they were, they were another form. And then there was OSS, which was Operation Safe Streets. And that was out of the sheriff's right. jurisdiction. Right. So that in other words, sheriff. Operation Safe Streets for the L.A. County Sheriff was their that version was of Crash. Version of, thank you. That's the version right. of Crash. Yeah. So I didn't know, like, they kind of kept it on the level they would like. Because if you were from, like, the Florence area, Firestone Division, they I was known, like, a lot of guys used to tell me that they kept it on the up and up. If they had a problem with you, you were a gang member, they didn't like you, they would take you in the alley, they would take their badge off, take their gun off, and they would get down with you because, like, they'd be like, look, if we're, if we're going to see eye to eye, you're going to be running, a, you know, you're going to, I'm going to be. It was if, like two professionals right, meeting. two professionals. Like, I'm enforcing the law, and you're writing on the businesses, and you're spray painting, you're selling drugs to kids, and you're doing all the wrong shit in the community. Right. You're gonna take this fade. The cops were like that back in the day. They right. weren't. They were like they gave you an opportunity, like because they knew we they knew we didn't like them. Right. And they and I didn't even never have the experience, but I heard many of stories from a lot of dudes I grew up with from Florence, from Florencia 13. A lot of them that ain't around no more. A good sh- few shout outs later on in the in, in the conversation. But yeah. they would tell me stories when I'd get locked up about how Linwood, like the sheriffs out of Linwood and the sheriffs out of that old school Firestone would take them and, and, and give them an opportunity to go head up. And some of these fucking cops I heard, they were, you know, like us. They like to lift weights. They were eating the weed germ, eating oatmeal. Like, they were trying to stay big because they, they didn't want to, you know. I mean, dude, if you really think about it, Lepke, in a certain way, 
the the two groups, the gang members right. and the cops, are comparable. They both exactly. got uniforms. Right. They both have a code in which right. they live. Right. Exactly. And and that code is in part like on the <laughs> surface, and then right. there's also a secret code. Right. Right. And they both use force, exactly. and they both back each other up. Right. There's a thing of loyalty, so you can kind of see that essentially what the cops are right. technically are is the city's gang. Exactly. Is that right? Exactly. And yeah. so then they right. met in the streets and they were like, listen, sure. we're going to be doing business together. You know, let's maybe we can. Right. You're going to see me. I'm going to see you. Let's get to know each other. I'm here now. Yeah. And like on a like a, like on a part. So I can see why this uh, like like Duradin and, and Mac and all them, why they went. And, and, well, and well, well, let's get let's let, hold to on the chokehold. So right, get what, to the chokehold. Right. So anyway, I was in Cuenca Park. I ran. So we had Hollywood division. And it was I I can't don't remember the years. This was up in the seventies, probably. This was could have happened to me before Crash was forming that that chokehold thing. They grabbed me, they threw me in the back of the car, they drove me behind Bancroft Junior High. Yeah, and then uh, and then all I remember was uh, when they got you me out of the wake it up in the alley. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm in the alley around his ankles. Your consciousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah I woke right. up in the alley yeah, with my so pants around my ankles. All I remember was these motherfuckers. They the, the the I remember the first question was why'd you run, and that's all I remember. <laughs> yeah, wait, and wait, then wait. Went, so what did they do though? Did they put the nightstick around? No, no. I don't even know because all I know is that then that when I opened my eyes, I was on the floor. My pants were up though. <laughs> I was on, I, and then and then I like I was like, what the fuck? I felt like what a just car. happened? Yeah, like it felt like I like you know I uh, you know I haven't been hit by a car, but I've been punched in the head pretty hard. I thought these motherfuckers knocked me, me out. out. Right, 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 right. Like right. it felt like maybe they bombed on me. I didn't actually know that the chokehold had taken place. Yeah, right. Until when I started coming out of it, all I heard was. Because this, and I remember too, after they, they go, why did you run? Don't you know we could just fucking leave you dead right here in the alley? And that's all I remember. Then I blacked out. So when I came to, I heard one of them going, just shoot him, shoot him, shoot him. And I ran and I like dove into a bush. I ran to Bancroft Junior High sits on Highland and the alley is like on Willoughby. And I dove into the fucking bush and they took off and I, you know. And but wait a second. So <clears throat> after you came out of the chokehold, they right. were like, just shoot him. Yeah, and I ran Jesus because I'm Christ. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, because that's because I ran. I ran from the, you know, because anytime you run from them and they catch you, they're going to fuck you up. Anyway. All right, hold on. So, so now I'm going to go. All right. All right, so, so let's pause right there. Uh -huh. All right, let's just, let's just take a second for a second because, I, dude, in preparation for this, right. I read like a 400-page book Man. called Labyrinth. Yeah, and then I heard later. I heard later that on the news that that they they were allowing this, and then they, I'm like, man, I experienced yeah, that. Yeah, that was what they. That like, was how that they was subdued a, motherfuckers. Right, that right. Was that's when when you heard the chokehold on the show, that's what they were saying. Right. And 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 Daryl Gates was saying the reason why black people died in the chokeholds because their arteries were different. Is that well? well he legit said that out loud. Chief the, of police. Chief of police said reason why black people die is because their arteries don't work right. When yeah. we chokehold them, we chokehold well, white people, and they survive. But li li so li listen, this book, Labyrinth, which I highly there's recommend. There's another book I read there. Okay. How about the Quartz City, City of Quartz, which was Operation Hammer? Did that's, you have any knowledge of that? I do not. Uh, okay, that's you got me on book. that. That's, that's your new you book. You got me on that. City of Quartz. I don't but know who me, the author is. But let me, let me say this. So just so you guys get a sense of okay, the LAPD. So the LAPD of that period was almost astonishingly corrupt. The Los Angeles mayor at that time. Who was the mayor then? It uh, was Tom Bradley. Br no, they no? Had, no, they had Bradley. They and, were like a little bit cool then, when Bradley was in yeah, there. Right? Yeah, they were like, yeah, exactly. Like, 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 let him it sell was crap. Bradley. Right. Oh, it was Bradley. Bradley and Bradley right. sold promotions and hiring right. exams out of his office in City Hall. Oh, what? 
So was Kenneth? Who was Kenneth Hahn? He Kenneth was like, Hahn was. was he the, yeah. Yeah. Kenneth Hahn was another mayor. There's James right. Hahn. James Hahn and, and Gil Garcetti. Yeah, Garcetti and his son. Right. And so all those guys kind of come. I think the original Gar- Gil Garcetti was the DA during right. the Rampart shit. Yeah, he's the one exactly. that made the decisions of like, right. well, we ain't gonna, yeah. we're not gonna prosecute this. And he and Chief Parks, we'll get into right, that. Right, Parks, yeah. Suppressed right. all this shit. Right, it's that uh, black part. Wait, wait, yeah, wait. yeah, black. Yeah. His, you, you, you heard what happened to his daughter right there. Just yeah. chicken in the jungle. Listen, she was kicking it with. with they, they, I got it right here. The right, picture. Right, right, right. They, they, so, right. Well, but let's wait, right. man. Let's wait. Okay. Yeah, we, we move I mean, we're, we're, dude, we're, we're, we're just yeah. now just Boy. establishing like Slow wait, shit yeah. down. All right, everyone, let's just right. calm the fuck down, Smitty. All right. Check this out. Smitty, calm down. Smitty, how are you doing, Smitty? Like we need to get on some Smitty shit because he's calm. Yeah, Smitty's calm, right, Smitty? Yeah. What tell us what's going on with you right now? I was just catching up on this because this is kind of new to me. He knows all this. His uh, Lepke knows all the stuff about that. He, he kind of got like a little bit of a Walter Cronkite look. Smitty's with the business. Yeah, no, but like right. look at his mustache and the glasses. Right. Kind of little Walter Cronkite. We got to get Smitty and some Esteban Oreo gear. Yeah, yeah dude, we, we got to yeah, get. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. You know what yeah, we, we need do. to do is right. we need to we need to we need to have like like uh, Smitty be like a man on the street. Right. Like we need him to go in and like down on the nickel yeah. or whatever, try to right. borrow ten bucks from a homeless yeah. person. We can, or yeah, we can utilize Smitty to help us with right. the show. That's oh, yeah. a lot of shit going on with Smitty. Okay, now listen. Right. Okay, so 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 so. Uh, so anyway, so now that we understand, first of all, they were hiring and selling exams for promotion for cops at the LAPD wow. back in the Bradley days. That's crazy. All right, that's just straight up. Man, all right, that's the fuck out of that one. Huh? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and and that's that's just right. that's just how it was. Exactly. All right. Now, for you people that are listening that aren't clear, the Rampart scandal. Rampart is the Rampart division of Los Angeles, they have a police department, the Rampart Division, which is an eight square mile of the Rampart District of Los Angeles. Okay, and there's and there's a number of uh, neighborhoods. Yeah. There's got- a number of street neighborhoods that are within that area of that Rampart Division. It's known, Rampart is known, is known the, the next thing comes out of Rampart is what we're known as, it's called, like over here, Sotel, Venice, Culver City, and Santa Monica, we call this the Four Corners, and that Rampart Division, Hollywood Division, and a little bit of Northeast LA division, like, cause they all kind of like, cause Crash works all those jurisdictions. So you have a lot of neighbors in that square radius you call it. And that, all that area in Rampart is known as the Wild Wild West. The West Side. We call that the river, the wild, the the uh, the heart of the West Side. That's the heart, and that's where the most you have a lot of those neighborhoods that are that are amongst there, or it's like it's a list, man. It's and a like list. everything came out of Pico and Hoover. I mentioned that on another show. Yep. Everything originated out of Clanton. Then 18th Street took, they took uh, heed, and they ended up getting. There was like Temple all, Street runs Temple right Street through the middle of it. One of the oh. oldest neighborhoods that 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 occupies Rampart. Matter of fact, Rampart Division sat on. Rampart and Temple. Right, exactly. right, right. And a lot of right people, there. when you were watching the old Adam 12, uh-huh. well, that was, old that Adam was where 12, they were coming out of. That's yep. where they were coming out of. By that, the way, that was Rafael Perez's favorite show. Right, of course. And they had moved. We got to let the listener know that they had took, that was an old, they, that, that uh, uh, that brick building that sits on the corner there was there. They they kept it in there for a while. Now they have moved on. I heard somebody told me they built on 6th and Union. That's the new uh, uh, Pico okay. Union. It's called the Pico Union Station. 
Right. Uh, which is uh-huh. on Pico Union, which is the original right there, the Rockwood. You got Rockwood, which is the original 18th Street, the Columbia Cyclones. Right. Which is an old school hood that a lot of, it's a lot of action, man. There's a lot of dope. What neighborhood besides Temple? Is Diamond right through it, Diamond too? is there. They, yep. Listen, they got to go to the teardrop up on Diamond, mm-hmm. you know, and- uh, Clanton's uh, yeah, right Clanton, there. You got everything. Well, Clanton really kind of died down, but they're low. Clanton, 7th and Whitmer. Then you have Whitmer. Then you have a little clique of a, uh, of a neighborhood called the Orphans. You have- you have Rockwood, you have the Whitmer Street, which started, and then you have all the AT. TMC which, up there, too? You got, no, and, the TMCs are they're up in Hollywood. But what happened is you got Crazy Riders, Drifter. Right. You got a clique of MS, which is Grandview MS. So you got to remember, you got the Salvatruchas. You got, you know, like, like there's a lot of shit going on. That's the original 18th Street, though. A lot right. Of people, how, many, how many people were in the 18th Street gang? Like, I was reading, there was like 20,000. Like, it was a huge thing that got broken up into smaller it's a big neighborhood. Yeah, but they're originally like, Bonnie Bray and Six at the right. donut shop. That's right. that's that's where they're established, and they're also established where where I had had my first encounter with Rafael Perez, which was, what on, was that? on Lake Street. What, what was that Lake encounter? Lake Street and Twelve. I had just got out of Solidar from doing that eleven month violation. I want to you know back up on that. Well, I was speaking about it earlier. Yeah. The second time I experienced a chokehold. What ended up happening was I had just got out, and I to get out back in those days, you got out in your penitentiary blues. And I remember I had my state boots on. I was creased up. I had my my jacket, and you know, and and I and I and I checked in. But you know, not 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 to politic or nothing. But back in those days, I wasn't really living in my neighborhood too much. I was living down there. I was off of living on Eleventh until. Shout out to Tank. I don't know if he's still alive, but I was living with a cat named Tank from Southside 18 and a dude named uh, Night Owl uh, Spanto. Spanto. He, Spanto was originally from Temple. He had like a Temple Street tattoo. Yeah. And then he ended up getting into 18. Because a lot of people got to realize that back in those days, you were either from Clanton, 18, or Temple. And but Temple second- being one of the oldest hoods. And there was a lot of people that you'd get into Diamond. So Rafael Perez. And another hood I want to mention, which, which has been around for a lot of, like, is old like Temple and Diamond, which is Alpine. Alpine. And Alpine yeah, originated. Man, that's old. Yeah, that's old, man. They originated kind of down there by Felipe's and up on college. Like, the sandwich shop? Yeah, yep. you go Felipe's? up, though. Yeah, yep. yeah. They yep. were like down yep. there in Chinatown, man. Yeah. That was their hood. And I, you know, and I knew some cats from there and they're old, man. Like I, yeah, I ran into bro. Yeah, I ran into a dude like like on the bus or something like a few years ago, and he's yeah. like, he's gray and old, and he's right. like and he was talking to me. He's like, man, I go, yeah, I'm an original rebel, man. From He goes, yeah, I remember on Cooper and Beverly, the rebels took off there, and they were a part of Temple. A lot of people, you know, like, I try to explain to the youngsters, like, you know, I don't know, like, if you youngsters are listening, but yeah. I'm giving you the history, man. I've been right. around for a minute. <laughs> so, you know, like, if you want to check my credential, man, they call me L-E-P-K-E, not L-E-F-T-Y, or not L-E-P-K-Y, or, you know. so Any yeah, other? Yeah, any other. So I'm original gangster Lepke from Westside Revelle. This and uh, you know I was from all my cliques and I and I ended up establishing my own clique, which is Los Gangster Locos, and uh, and I'm a Sureño. So uh, just so the the listener needs to know that uh, I went to the penitentiary to establish my neighborhood and my name in 1985. And I, I opened Solano. I went on from Solano to Folsom because I got into a little, you know, a little mon- monkey business. Altercation. So, yeah, little, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, yeah, in order to keep my name up there, I, I entered Folsom. And just to let you know that, I, like any man will tell 
you when they look at that east gate, mm-hmm. which is at a Dracula's castle. Right. right. I'm going to let you know, man. The dudes that were sitting with me, I was with another dude. Shout out to also from City Terrace. That was my celly. And just so you know, me and him were sitting there. We had been to the Youth Authority. I had already done my, my YA tour, mm-hmm. the Youth Authority 34592. Mm-hmm. That's my Youth Authority number. I have a tattooed on my wrist. And mm-hmm. just so that, yeah, shout out to uh, Josh from San Fernando. He fought, uh, he was a professional boxer. He was in there. Shout out to Tafugas, the Tafuga brothers, and uh, to Gotti, the Buya tribe, and to Murder One. I got to give shout outs to these guys because these are dudes that I came up in the ranks. And, you know, and I give a shout out to uh, Black Dog from 111, yeah. from Neighborhood Crip, rest in peace. And we give shout outs, you know, we, we, we give uh, shout outs to people who are resting in peace. I got involved in the Rampart thing, which was. Blackbird might still be alive. I always pray for Blackbird. Paul Thompson. Paul Thompson, man. Yep. You know, we always praying for you. If you're out there listening, Blackbird, Blackbird, come on back home, man. We got yeah. your back. That's uh, my boy. Yeah, yeah. We got Dude, uh, just you know what? And just so the list- And they got paid, man. Blackbird no, got listen, money. We're gonna get into yeah. that. I'm, 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 I'm gonna get into wait, that story. Wait, 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 wait. Right. Listen, I just want people to understand. Right. I want so I want people to understand right. something right now. All right, people say that. Oral perform like memory and oral histories and all that shit are dead. Like people are like, oh, we don't have that. I just want everyone to understand that Lepke just went through an oral history right off his dome about the histories of these neighborhoods and having the shout outs and all this other shit. He just rolled that out like an American Indian, like a Roman. He just fucking laid that out. He's got no notes, zero yeah. notes. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, just yeah, wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think the oral history is dead? <laughs> I don't think so. Like, 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 you just like, saying. Like, Listening, you just ain't listening to the right people. Right, right. Well, I was, hey, I was, I was. Blackbird was my celly. Right. I'm gonna tell that That's story yeah. when we get there. When yeah. we get there, Blackbird, we're gonna, I'm gonna hey. tell that story of Paul. Hey, Thompson. hey wait a second. Hey, we're Blackbird. still trying. Hey, uh, we're still trying to figure out. Okay, so second chokehold. Right. Lucky. So now I'm standing out there, right, and they roll up on me, right. First Raphael of all, I'm, Perez. I'm in the enemy neighborhood, right. Okay. So they roll up and they push up, and I'm like, man, these motherfuckers, like, they, they I think they might have even been bumping some music in the police car. That's right. how they, right. of course, right. Right. like right. that's how right. they were. They were listening to Zap. Right. And I always got the impression, like, and they had sunglasses on. They're like, man, where are you from, man? Like we, the homie stole yeah. a fucking police car. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, you, like, you ain't from around here. Where are you from? I go, I'm, I'm from Rebels. They go, what the fuck? Yeah, you they doing hit down you here? up and shit. Yeah, yeah. they're like, what the fuck you doing down here? I'm right. like, I'm like, man. They go, look, this is the deal, man. Like, like, you need, like, you must have just got out. But let, let, Razors, they didn't even get out the car. They're like, lift your shirt, lift the jacket up, and, and, and do a circle. We want to make sure you ain't got no weapon. So I did that. Yeah. And I put it down. They go, check this out, man. We're going to go around the corner one time, and when we come back, if you still here, you going to jail, motherfucker. Right. Now, you know what? Or else we're going to be putting some yellow tape around your ass because ain't no rebels. This You're in 18th Street. Oh, they, 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 yeah, they, they let you know like that. They made you lift up your shirt. I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm like, well, well, like, like the dudes from 18 are cool. They're giving me the green light to kick it. Like, now, nah, what are I like? I'm, I'm thinking, man, well, should I leave? Should I go? Or should I hit? And then the other homie looks at me from across the street, don't sweat them. You, you, they'll be all right. What they tell you? <laughs> they'll I be believe. all right. Yeah. yeah, they told me to get off the corner. He goes, yeah, just go in the apartment for a little while. Yeah, yeah, go do your, you know. Because it disappear. doesn't matter, man. If they have yeah. you lift up your shirt to show you ain't got no weapons, right. those dudes will kill you and then plant a no, weapon no, on no, you. No, 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 yeah. But what ended up happening was the dudes from 18, they had like, they accepted me. Like, I had just got out. And I was down there anyway to 
see, you know, like what needed to be done. Cause just, you know, like I, I don't like to say too much or get yeah, too yeah. much information yeah. out. Yeah. You know, because that ain't this ain't the right time for that. And like right. really there ain't no time for that. But right. like, <laughs> yeah, yeah we much. gotta yeah, we gotta keep it real, like, you know, you just know, so the listener. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so I was cool. They were cool with me, right? So anyway, they came back around. They I guess they said, Man, you didn't move fast enough. They grabbed me, they oh. put the cuffs on me. But broad daylight, man. This is like 11 o'clock in the morning, man. Okay. Right? I'm a little bit loaded. You know, I've been up all night. I had just got out of the penitentiary. I had a little, you know. A little celebrating. Yeah, yeah, you a, yeah $100 of my 200 they gave me at the gate was spent on crack. I ain't okay. going to lie. Right. I, was, I, I was weaving off a little bit of crack high on the little bit of on the downtown Julie Brown. Doing your the, thing. Yeah, I'm trying to get mellow, not yellow. Anyway, you know, I had a little bit of hair around, you know, so I'm waiting. So I'm cool, you know. Yeah. And I'm trying to, you know, my next step is to go in there, get some cold beer, maybe eat a candy bar, enjoy a little go. bit of freedom that I have, right? right? You know, so now I'm like, so anyway, I'm in the back of the fucking car. Now, they're driving me to an alley. Now, they're taking me, they're like, let's just take this motherfucker over to Drifters and and, and, and leave him out in Drifters' neighborhood and yell out that he's from 18. I'm like, yeah. oh, I've seen this picture before. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I've bro. seen this story. Like, yep. like, like, I'm going to get you and I'm going to take you to, like, fucking, like, somewhere drop where- Drop you in some other yeah, shit. Like, like, I'm from Hazard and, and I'm going to drop you in the Aliso Village Projects. I've heard this one before. Right. Like, this is what we do, man. If you're from fucking Santa Monica, we're going to drop you off in Venice. If you're from fucking Culver City, we're going to take you to where? Venice. Venice. Yeah. To Ghost Town. And yell out, this motherfucker's from Culver yeah, City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. it's going to be like... Yeah, they're going to make sure there's some gang members around. Yep. That's no, what's going to happen, no. right? They do shit like that. That's fucked up. They pull me out of the car in an alley over there by like... Uh, like uh, I'm halfway uh, I'm off of Pico yeah. and fucking Vermont, bro. I don't know if I'm in, still in Drifters or I'm on the other side because there's Playboys right there. That's Playboys. Okay. Shout out to the Playboys West Side. I used to live up there off of there off Fedora and fucking 12th. Shout yeah. out to Largo from 18. He lived across the street. He was selling water. But, you know, we, we we had it going good. Like, I've lived in every fucking body's hood. Just to be honest with you. Right. I've lived, man. I lived in Lincoln Heights up there in the Parkside Apartments. I'm all over. They call me International Big Big Lep, man. I'm yeah, because you've been you know? everywhere. Yeah, I've You lived. should make your own, like, encyclopedia, I man. I should do it. Yeah, well, you know, like, they've already done that. What so I what happened do... with the chokehold? So yeah. now, yeah, they get me out there, and all I remember was the last thing they told me, didn't we tell you we don't want to put no fucking yellow tape? And that's all I remember. And then all I did was I opened my eyes. And wake up again. And I woke up again. I go, these motherfuckers <laughs> knocked me out like them <laughs> fools. Like last time. Like in 1978, right? So I went back to, you know, where where, where I kicked it in 18. Yeah. I went up to tanking them. and Your neck fucking hurting? Yeah. Your neck neck, swollen, neck, like, red. Look, yeah. so I get up there, man, to tank apartment, right? And they're like, they're so, so they were like, where are we? I go, man, them fucking cops remember they So we told you, man, if you saw those motherfuckers get off the corner. Now, what you need to do is just stay up in the apartment for a minute. Don't go back out. So they were like, oh, well, if they, like, in other words, they initiated you. Like, that was your initiation. So the one dude is like, oh, he's cool now. He can go out because they already got him. They're not going to get him again. So homeboy was like, <laughs> that I'm like, like who are these dudes, man? And they're like, and then later down the line, you know, I didn't last long because I'm a fucking, I'm on parole still and I'm yeah. off the violation. I was yeah. already getting high. Like, right from the gate, I put my fucking tennis shoes on. Right. Which were, were my tennis shoes at that time were the state boots. Right. Because you were a big, it was a big deal if you got out with the state boots, right? Look. Yep, yep. Like, Hell yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you get to go with those bad, yeah, bad yeah, bottoms. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, you know, that that, that, that was your, uh, the, that, that was uh, the, uh, the thing that got you loaded for about three 
three days free. You wore that state clothes and you went like I like I ended up going up there to La Mirada locals hood. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey. You get broken off. You hey, can take yeah, care you for a minute. Yeah, like, I remember. Welcome like- home, lefty. Come on. <laughs> hey, so them shoes yeah. start getting a little bit yeah, faded yeah, yeah, yeah. and the shirts start getting a little dirty yeah. at the collar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You had to switch it up after. And then I went. I'm gonna tell you like after three days, I still had that bullshit on. Yeah. And like a reputable motherfucker pulled me aside and goes, "Hey, bro, change your clothes, homie." Like, serious, you need some money? You, I'm not going to give you no more dope because it looked like you had enough dope. Right. <laughs> so, like, if you need some fatty out, dog, I, I, I'll help you out. I have money anyway. But I'm like, not not a lot of money, but, you know, like, I wasn't trying to come out of those clothes because I was getting high free for the- for, Right, was you a, were making the rounds. A three-day run, man. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I go to my neighborhood, my homeboys would shake their You head, always like, wind up at right. La Mirada. The other one, you were like- La Mirada, where? Remember, like, the first oh, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, You no. showed up at La Mirada, no, and they were, like, yeah, throwing like, dice, and they're like, yeah, 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 here, yeah. Here you go. We know about you. Now get the hell out. Like, they, like, cause, like, yeah, cause, like, all the neighborhoods, yeah. let, let alone like MS, I wouldn't go up into MS, right? Because I, I don't want to, like, like those mother, like they, they don't play, they, they were gunning, yeah, you know. And it was like I would go, I wouldn't really go to West Side White Fence either, because yeah. you can never, you didn't know how they would be. Like, it's either chicken or feathers, you know. Right. One day, be, one day would be good, one Finicky. day would be bad. Like, yeah. the homie be like, hey, whatever you do, don't go up there now, cause they're mad, cause the homie went up there and pulled some shit up there, right? You know, and sounds then, like my wife, my wife's right, like that. right, right, right. You don't know, and then I go to uh, uh uh i would go up to uh, uh uh to hollywood 18 man yeah hollywood 18 where they have that fucked up crack and and and, and what really when when i went up there i would just go right in and i'd, I'd get my i know whatever i'd get I, I would make sure i wouldn't go back up but you know like at the end of the so, day I'm so a- so let me ask you a question so you interacted with rafael perez at that time yeah, and then and was I, he was he a big guy? Was he a scary guy? No, what was man, he like? they were like I'm not even lying. And then there was an, I had another encounter. I had another encounter where they, where they we were in Tabrino. Tabrino is a is a place where they eat. It's right there on Hoover. Yeah, and I think that's. Uh, that's 11th. It's on 11th and Hoover, and there's a bar across the street. Okay. That's like back in the day when 18 was like really, really active down in that area. Yeah. And then if you just jump over on the other side of Hoover, that's Drifters. Okay. So you got Drifters, and you got, uh, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of action right there. So this was around the time that, that they they shot that kid that ran in that abandoned building, they paralyzed him. Ovando. Javier. Javier Ovando. This is around, like, I had got out of there right around, like, like I'm going to tell you, what, like, like sometimes, like, I don't want to seem religious or, or too spiritual for the listener, but sometimes a power will intervene and get you out of a situation before shit gets real bad. Right. And that's what ended up, that's what's happened to me throughout my life. For Dude, the in all fairness, Lepke, I mean, let's just, let's just cut the shit and be real the truth is is that you probably should have been dead like a hundred thousand times by now because every story you tell you're getting choked right. out by the police right. you're, you're stealing crack right, jumping in a bush so, yeah. i've never heard a guy that got choked out by the police twice and yeah. still told a, and was still talking about dead man tell no and just a lot of people like if they remember those times and, yeah. and you're a listener and you'll know these times at these spots i mentioned at tabrino on hoover hoover and olympic the hotel on hoover and alvarado all those hotels up and down around this time the listener who ever experienced that and if you haven't experienced that i'm here to let you know that 
you had the the like like you had I don't want to like mention but you had like the neighborhood there they were killing their own homeboys man and dude like I had my neighborhood go down there and be like hey homie what are you doing down here like like we're <laughs> gunning with these fools like you're over here like posted up like what the fuck are you doing I'd be one day posted up in 18 and I'd go up in there to crazy writers and they'd be like hey this vato like they'd surround me and be like this fool's from 18 and somebody that knew me from crazy writers like Cobra or one of them would come out of the woodwork and be like no, that's Lepke from Rebels. He's cool. You know? So, hey, it was a trip. Dude, like, you had, like, like always... but why is he down there in that neighborhood? Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, why yeah. are you coming up here? It's like, no, I'm, you know, like, hey, this is West Side, man. Yeah, you know, like, that's what we do. Like, like, you go to the joint, man. You, you, you look for the homies that are from the corners. Right. You look for the homies that are from the West Side. You know? Right. Because a lot of people don't know that back when I was doing penitentiary time, West Side, the corners, the four corners and West Side. Two and three. Yeah, we were front line. We were line pushers, man. When we had, when we're on the yard, we, we used to tell. Yeah, we used to let the East LA car know. And back in them days, maybe you guys need to do a show on the on the Maravillas, man, because the Maravillas before any of that shit happened with them, they were front line with us. Like these were the downest dudes. Yeah, and then something happened behind. The money. It's all about money, man. Yeah. Like when you're involved in a gang and you're involved in making money illegally, everybody wants a piece of the pie. Right. So what ended up happening was like, just so you know, you know that when I, back when I was doing penitentiary time, if you were from the West side and some, you know, like some northerners or, or, you know, yeah. Cause we trip like that. We ain't tripping like that today. If, if right. there's a northerner listening right. or anybody up and down the state of California or right. somebody that tell like, yeah, yeah, like, like, like we ain't on that page no more. We, we equality, man. We about right. We about preaching a line that we just going into the past because we don't want to see the past repeat itself, even though it will and it is. Because you guys will be stronger together, right? So now everybody, like I like somebody got in my ear the other day. They like, hey, Lep, it ain't like remember when we were doing time. Well, now it's like this is what they're doing. I'm like, there's no way. He's like, yeah. I go, oh, they finally go on East Coast because see, the East Coast always went against the authority. And we always knew this in our heart, that if you were doing time like in Rakers or the Tombs or somewhere back east or Statesville or something back there, like, just so the people know, man, that uh, I, I've done a lot of research, man, as far as I've taken criminal justice classes now. Like, if you was to check my resume now, like my gang resume, yeah, that's going to overlap a lot of the shit that I'm trying to, like, bring to the table. Now I'm like a student, man. I'm still trying to learn. I'm trying to adjust myself in learning so I could take kids and grown adults and whoever and show them that there is another way to live man because people right now we're, we're we're like i said on the last show we're living in a time where we have to better ourselves man we have to do things to be good to our neighbor and be good to our children and stand up as good individuals with a good heart yeah but see the reason listen that's all true but here's the thing the reason why we got to get together is because things are i mean it doesn't seem like it but things are really fucked up right now Things are so fucked up right now. There's so much money that's in the hands of so few people. Right. And the regular folk that, like, the regular working class, like, it's not even worth talking about middle class anymore because there really isn't one. Right. There's no middle class. No, it's either you rich or you poor. That's it. Oh, you got you either, hey, you either, you either straddling with right now, like, like, like a lot of people, like Smitty over here, man, like Smitty. Yeah. Like, 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 what, how do you feel about your life, bro? Yeah, Smitty. I mean, like, like, really, like, you're doing a lot better from the time I saw you tweaked out on meth up in the fucking room, man, and, and talking about you couldn't pee in the bottle because, 
you know, you you were holding a job. You Smitty end up going fifty one fifty on a motherfucker. You know, what? like you know about the this is what happened. Yeah, so, yeah, because the speed is fucked up. Smitty's from the old school. He remembers speed when he could smoke a pipe or do a snort or or take a shot, and then he could go hustle. He can go like work somebody out of some money or boost some shit out of Walmart or I don't know what the fuck. But he uh It'll be like, done in six days. This last stuff I had, I was sixteen right. days. They got some shit up in there, and I don't know if the if it's the Mexicans pushing God damn. it. Smitty it's the fucking. Or it's Smitty, the government. Like, like, are they putting shit in the dope? Because I remember last time I did some heroin, it's like I was wired up. It's like, why can't I nod and fall asleep? Right. Like, I'm tripping. Like, I'm on a nod, but I come up out of the nod. Like, I feel like I'm up on a wire trip. Like, I don't know, man, like, but this shit's crazy. What the fuck they got in there, man? i tell you something. Let me tell you about a little bit of my experience with this Rampart thing. Yeah. So, I'm in the, I mean, I get, you know, this is back in like, this is about 97, 98. This thing might be cracking off. So I'm upstate, man, and I got Blackbird, Paul Thompson. Shout out to Blackbird from Temple Street. Yeah. As I said, Temple Street runs. They're the neighborhood that runs either across the street from the Rampart Station. Okay. Okay. So, so right if there's there. ground zero, that's the neighborhood that's ground got zero. It. Okay. Got it. And when you look at like a lot of like these cases and a lot of the the pushback from the community and supposed gang members and all the interactions with Rampart. Yeah. It was Temple Street that had most of the judgments going against them and most of the, you know what I'm saying? Like they were Lawsuits. the Lawsuits and those are the guys that were really, really catching. Because the they blues. were right next to Because they were right next to them. Got it. So as I'm there, it was maybe like within my first week, me and Blackbird settled up and he's telling me, Hey man, I'm talking about my case with him. Right. Why, you know, because that's what you do. You you come to understandings with your selling and you, you break it down and why are you here and what happened and where you been. And so, Ackbird's telling me, man, dude, this motherfucker Perez. Now you got to remember, as Blackbird's telling me about Perez, I don't know about Perez personally. Right? How you, you be heard saying, about him? No, not really. You didn't know anything, really. No, not but I didn't know him. I didn't know that crash unit off the top of my head. Those officers, because we had our own crash unit in Santa Monica. Right. So he's telling me about, hey man, and he's mentioning like the cop's name, but he could be saying any cop's name. He could be saying Rodriguez, right. whatever. But he's telling me, yeah, this motherfucker Perez and this motherfucking dirty ass motherfuckers, man. They planted shit on my homeboys. They planted shit on me. I go, so how'd the case work out for you? He goes, man, I got fucking eight years, man. Yeah, remember- These motherfuckers threw a fucking gun yeah. right. and a quarter ounce of fucking dope hey, I, I, in I, I, my car. I right. ran into him. I ran into him when he was doing those eight years. I, he hit a right, yard. Yeah, right, he, right. Hey, right. let me tell so, you something. So on what you're saying, Steve, when they went in and they investigated Perez's apartment or house or whatever it was, Uh when they went into the basement, all right, they found cop scanners, they found drugs, they found guns, they found a cache of weapons that they were using to plan on people. people. So So Blackbird's telling me this shit, right? He's like, man, these motherfuckers, he wanted to get me off the streets for this other shit, shit, and they couldn't get me. And they pulled me over behind in the car, and these motherfuckers handcuffed me and throw me in the car, and the next thing you know, they walk over with a 380, a nickel-plated 380, and a quarter ounce of dope. And he's like, that ain't my shit. You guys are fucking dirty. He's like, I overtook that shit all the way to the box. I finally took a deal right before I went to the box for eight years. That motherfucker's dirty. Now, you got to remember. Yeah, he's got a record. Right. From here to there. Now, you got to remember, too. 
You're going to get to the joint, man. And there's got now I know there's a gang of people that are innocent. I know this for a fact. I know motherfuckers that are doing life on murders right. that didn't do the murder. Right. Okay? We're clear on that. Yeah. Gang of motherfuckers. But you also got to remember, a gang of motherfuckers are going to tell you, man, I got framed. Right. Then my shit oh, that's what everybody so, says. So yeah. I'm listening so to it. Yeah, like, Blackbird you know, looks kind of right. crazy. It, it burns He's crazy. Burns a little hey, bit, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. in all fairness, I mean, a lot of people it's that like, yeah, framed, right, bro. A lot of people that yeah, they're framed. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, me too. And I'm yeah, listening too. I'm listening right. to Blackbird. I'm right. like, all right. you know, And Blackbird, I love this fool. But I'm watching this deal. She's crazy. I'm like... All right, this is whatever. But the story sticks in my mind very clearly. I mean, when you have a cell and you're up all night, right? right, right, right Drinking right. chanate, yeah. you guys are engaging stories. Yeah. You give me, me his whole Drinking history. What? We're, we're chanate. Yeah, chanate. Yeah, coffee. That's coffee. That's, coffee. that's, that's, that's that soldiers. soldiers. Right. Yeah. Right. That right. shit you just drink. Instant right. coffee, dog. Real strong. You stay up all night yeah. telling stories. All right. So anyways, you tell me. I keep. I remember this whole story in my head, right? right. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, this is maybe... And that's why I tell you, this is around 98, 99. Right. About seven, eight months later, right. Blackbird's at work. Right. Okay? Listen to this. I'm in the cell right. watching TV. Listen to this. On comes the news, right. the Rampart scandal. Exactly. As soon as I hear Rampart, I'm like, oh, and I, and I tune in, it's LAPD, it's a right. scandal. Right. The first face that pops up on the TV screen is right. Officer Perez. Bam. And I'm like, bam, what the yeah. fuck? He didn't say Rodriguez, he said Officer Perez. They start going into this guy doing this and that right. and plenty. And I'm like, holy, I get chills talking about it right now. Right. I'm like, right. this motherfucker, everything he yeah. was telling Blackbird. me eight months ago, Blackbird. Right, right. Man, I can't, I come out. They have an unlock on the cell. I'm right. like, "Where's Bird at? Where's Bird?" But he's like, "He's at work. He's at work. He hasn't come over yet." So I'm waiting, dude. And and the news is now all over. Right. They're not even showing other news on the news exactly, stations. Exactly. It's all on every news station. Yeah. I'm like, because I didn't want it to go off the TV, and then right. he doesn't hear about it, right? Exactly. But the shit's on every station. You listening to me, Chuma? Yeah, I'm no. listening. Sure like enough, here comes Blackbird, right? They have the, the door unlocks because they have an unlock and people are coming in. Right. I come out to the chair. Bird, Bird, come in here, Bird. Yeah. He's like, look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, get up here. He right. over there. I go, watch this shit. Sit watch. Exactly. And he sits there and he's glued with his eyes yeah. like he'd Bugging seen out a of ghost, right? Bugging yeah. out of his head. And I'm like, and he's like, you getting, hey, you and, getting out. So, Right. So so then then uh, power power goes off right. because they're about to do like a count so right. everybody's TVs right. are going right. off. Right. Right. He's like, man, and he all of his excitement kind of dwindles down. Right. Right. And I'm like, bro, do you know what this means, man? And yeah. he's like, nah, man, yeah, that didn't yeah. mean how shit long, for me. How long is it gonna take? No, no, he goes, that don't mean shit for me, man. Right. I don't have no money, man. I right. can't afford no. I go, bro, no. you don't need money for an attorney. Do you understand? Right. There's about to be, those attorneys, nah, man, yeah. nah, they don't do that, man. Right. Yeah, right. He don't believe me. He right. doesn't and believe me. Right. 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 And the guy he, just got framed. He looked at all this shit, right. and after about 10 minutes, he was over it. Right. Like, ain't right. nothing. Yeah. So I'm on him all night long. <laughs> exactly. Bro, yeah. call, all you do, call, get call time, Call your jefita. Right, right, call your mom. mom right. Tell her to do it. Yeah. Call your mom. Tell, yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. But he's not listening to me yeah. like taking it serious. He's he comfortable. doesn't believe. He's right? comfortable. Yeah. Right. Man, this dude, I make fucked. him. I make him. Go ahead. He doesn't get call time that night, but he gets call time the next morning. And? And he calls and he tells his mom, and he comes up to me and he's like, hey, man, 
Somebody already got it. Like my, right. they already started yeah, telling her that. Yeah. that, that it's in dude, motion. Like, she said she's gonna Machine get that. I'm motion. supposed to call back tomorrow, and she said that there's already that they can already get turned. I'm like, so now he's excited, right? right. And I mean, this is my celly, bro. Yeah. So we're on the news. We're talking on the yard. <laughs> he's like, right. well, sure enough, man, he calls the next night. Not only does he make a phone call, right. he gets called into a program office right. to get on the phone right. because the phone Listen time ain't long enough, man. Yeah. And they're like, well, and I'm, I'm, I'm like, wait, I'm like, wait, I want to hear right. what they're saying. Dog. Right. He comes back up to the, with a smile on his yeah. face. And he's uh, like, yeah. hey, bro, like this attorney, such and such yeah. big firm right. is taking my case. They're already talking to mom. They were at yeah. my house. They right. were, all these right. shit. Right. And my homeboy so-and-so, right. my homeboy so-and-so. Exactly. And I'm like, dude, you're going to get out, dog. You're going to get out. Hey, a lot of people, for the listener, a lot of people, there was a few Blackbirds. I'm, I'm in Soledad, man, and I'm sitting up there. We're doing dips, man, on Central. We're in Central, and I'm doing dips with Dragon. Shout out to Dragon. I hope he's still alive from Clanton, man. You know, that's like, a, you know, in the joint, me and him bomb. Me and him were workout partners. We're getting, we're doing it. We're a real quiet dude, man. Don't like to talk. Didn't hang with nobody. I'm kicking it with him because I can keep up on the dip bar with him. That's the only reason why me and him were kicking it, and we're from the west side. So, you know, that's kind of like my walk partner in central i'm back in central so he starts talking to me too he's like hey man uh you, you you say you were living down there by the neighborhood i'm like yeah i was over there off of lake and uh 12 up in 18 he's like hey well uh, uh, uh um yeah. i go well, well so anyway he finally started talking because you just don't ask a motherfucker like what are you here for are you doing a violation so i asked him like hey, you're you're a violator right you're doing the violation he's like no man i had, I had to take a 12-year deal fucking crash planted a gun that's exactly what he said. He said he was on Union and like right by the Mayfair right yeah. down there at that donut shop. And they came on, on a Sunday. He told me those on Sunday morning. One of those crash fools went Rampart out of Rampart, drove up on him. And told he was said yeah, I, yeah, I was just there trying to cop. I was waiting for the connection to bring me some drugs right. from out of the apartment. Yeah, yeah, because right there where they're at, that's orphans. So what he said was he was waiting for the cat from orphans to come down and bring him the heroin because he was sick. And so they he was he gave the dude the money. The dude was gonna come back. And so you know damn well when you give a dolphin your money to go up in an apartment, he ain't go, coming back. Yeah, nah. no, no, he is coming back. Because that was his connection. But listen okay, to this. Right. Yeah, look, check this out. But then you had like Raphael or then whoever it might have been. I'm not saying, but he never mentioned what was yeah. All he mentioned was a Rampart Division crash. Yeah. Units swooped up on him yeah. and told him, when we go back around, if you're still here, we're taking you to jail. And then I go, man, that was your that, that, that was your pass one. right that there. Your, yeah, to go. He goes, but Le hey, hey, Lepke, I wasn't going to move That's out right. That you ain't going to leave. You can tell you I your just dope. gave that motherfucker my wake up money and I yeah, had to stay. Yeah, and yeah. they came back around, put me in the car, cuffed me. I was sitting in Rampart Station and I, and then I, I went, I thought it was just for the violation. Yeah. Because he's, you know, he's on parole. Yeah. I, I thought it was as soon as the next thing I know, I'm going to court. They talking about I had a gun. They got a gun in the evidence. Right. I go through the fucking jurisdiction. A lot of people don't know that. They went in, 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 in law, law enforcement, Chumon, there's three levels. There's, there's courts. There's uh, correct. And there's uh, 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 law enforcement, right? The police, yeah. So that's what happened. So they got the law enforcement. There's law enforcement got him. Yeah. Planted the weapon. Yep. The same thing like Blackbird. Yep. Right. Did all this to him. This story gets a little bit better because they. He, so so this is what ended up happening to this guy. So I, anyway, so I'm, so I said, what happened? He goes, man, I took a 12 year deal. 
because that's a strike, bro. Well, it wasn't strikes yet because it was early, early, early. Yeah, 90s. yeah, yeah. The strikes weren't going in effect, but a dude like Dragon who's been through the youth authority, who's been juvenile hall camps, YAs, and right, and, he just and, took, yeah, it just wasn't gonna work out. Yeah, yeah, old, you know, probably old C number here, yeah, probably yeah. C nine, <clears throat> you know. So yeah, the deal looked good because you know a gun on a convicted felon that's a lot of time. Plus they probably put that loaded gun. There. Ain't they nobody gonna believe gun him. On him. Nobody gonna believe right. him. They, right. right. So he's telling me the story. I'm like, man, I. I know, I know those cops. They they told me to get off the block, and I didn't get off the block, and they pulled me and they fucking knocked me out. He goes, "Yeah, well, that's that fucking rampart. They 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 yeah. crashing them. What planted the gun? And I'm like, so they like we didn't know that because we didn't see the rampart shit come out yet. Right. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, right, they, right, they, right. Good thing they didn't plant the gun on me, and I'm only doing a violation. And then when I heard that when all this shit, like Lucky's saying, when all this shit came about, yeah, they went into Ironwood because he they he got shot from Solidan. Down into Ironwood, or or, or one of the penitentiary, or it was a like they went in there. This, so then, when I seen him again in the county, yeah, on a like years down the line, yeah, after he done fucking blew half the money, like <laughs> that's when I ran into him. So listen, they he told me the next the time, money he got for the wrong shit. The next time I seen him, he goes, "Hey, remember that?" Because we there was a few dudes that got paid, man. Yeah. So I seen him and I because we even heard like he was. I think it was like a hundred million. That no, they, no, the no. City, yeah, that the settlement. All was, of the right for everything to yeah, break it's like a hundred million. Like put a blackbird like I'm gonna get there, bro. Right, I'm gonna me, get there after you get done with that. All right, well, well, so with Dragon, what they did was they went up and wherever he was at, yeah. and cracked the <clears throat> fucking door, yeah, and released him, man. They had him sign the paper. There was a lawyer there. Yeah. They said he went in there. He told me the story. He's like, they came in the middle. Like, So he had like three years in off of a 12-year sentence, and they're fucking going in there and telling him, you're released, plus sign the paper. You got a quarter of a million dollars. Right. He was like, stunned. And you know what? Shout out to his family because he took like some of that money, and he ended up ODing. But, yeah, but here's the thing, uh -huh. man. That That's like, you know, I would think that when you go away for a long time, right. that's always like a weird fantasy that you don't really really believe but like one day that door's gonna open Man. and we made a mistake yeah right. here's some money but yet here right. it's really happening so there so blackbird right. ends up that they're gonna call this now this is three days into this is day three of him <laughs> yeah finding out this news and everything yeah so he's like, yeah, man, I don't know what's going to happen. So each day he's telling me, all right, these guys want to talk to me. Yeah. They want to talk. They're talking to so-and-so. So yeah. And as the news is going on, real quickly, they're already starting to pull dudes out. Right. He goes, man, they're, I don't know how long it's going to take, but I, you know, something's going to happen. They're going to take me back downtown. Da, da, da. Hey, bro, on the ninth day after this news happens, yeah. he gets a duck in the morning right. time, pulling him to L.A. County. LA, which means he's going to get released, right? Right. Yeah. So he gets ducketed. He's smiling. He's got his right. fake teeth out, right? He's yeah, smiling, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. <coughs> yeah, Pack, I'm hey. packing up his shit with him. Yeah, leave, me, there, leave me those tennis shoes. Right. Let me just. Yeah. Hey, and this motherfucker, man, I hope you're listening, Blackbird. Yeah. This motherfucker don't want to leave shit. He ain't trying right? to leave nothing. I made him leave me a brand <laughs> new pro club. So I go, listen, man. Uh, yeah. If you go, oh, if I go, if okay, yeah. when you get out there, bro, this is all out. I want. This is all I want, dog. Right. Just shoot me a pair of Cor Nike's Cortezes right. yeah. and a right. jar of coffee. Because exactly. I had kept this motherfucker right. good right. for right. about Lucky fucking a, a year, dog. Cool. Lucky kept so he's like, dog, yeah. before I can finish this thing, he goes, dog, I'm going right, to do right, this. Right, I'm going right. to say, you <laughs> back yeah. I go, I don't want to hear all that shit, dog. All I want is a couple jars of soldiers and a white pair of Cortezes. Can you just do that? I don't care what you do. Right. 
That's all I wanted, right? Right. 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 That's I'm cool the mission. With that. Lucky if it weren't for you, bro, I wouldn't right. have caught it with another song. Cause you dog, right, 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 West Side, you my dog. All right, guys. So this motherfucker goes, bro. Everybody on that yard is watching the news because the whole big thing is that Blackbird. He's getting right, right. And I'm telling you right now, on God, God, on God, right now, yeah, we're all watching TV, dog. And dude, it wasn't even a month, not even a month from when he left. We see this dude on TV, bro, outside the courthouse. He's outside the courthouse with like 11 other motherfuckers, and they're all getting broken off. They're all getting paid. Oh. And they're all standing there in a line. There's like eleven of them with the with the attorneys and the Look whole at thing. All shiny. And they all come out. And man, this dude, bro, he got out. And you know how much money they gave? Him? How much? He got a quarter. He got nine hundred thousand dollars. And that's when he went up and started kicking it with uh, set free. And then uh, right, he was messing uh, with uh, Phil. Uh, with no, he Phil, had already right. lost the money. He already lost. Oh, the he money lost money. all the money the and money then got gone. to them. Right. But, but because when I, I had that ass and the Blackbird when he was spending, I saw. I caught him. Did, I, I, I caught already him. bought like an eighty-two yeah, Mercedes Benz. No, 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 no. He had the Infinity and he <laughs> he rolled up with. You know, he kept it real. He, he's still with the same girl. But <laughs> but it was like Bird, buy a quarter piece or something. Don't come like this. Don't worry about what I spend. I'm like Bird. You need. You're buying like I see you five, six times a day buying this bullshit. You gotta buy one lump sum and get a quarter ounce. It's already rocked What's up. So I'll fucked up. Yeah, he kept on spending. He's up there open, at this point. Right. Well, listen, I open up. I open up. I get out. Right. He buying the whole. Wait, 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 wait. God damn it! Did you get the coffee and shoes? Never got anything, man. This dude got nine hundred thousand dollars, bro. And I carried this dude, and he didn't send me shit. So I'm pissed off, right? I got a resentment. Don't worry, we'll catch up. That's fucked up. Catch him on the west side, fake. So nine, nine, eight, nine years, no, like seven, eight years later, right? Yeah. We're out, old thing. I haven't seen Bird. I open up the Wasted Youth store on Melrose. Get the fuck out of here. Somebody from Set Phil or Set Phil's son comes into the store. Shout out to Phil, Chief. Yeah, yeah, Set Free Crew. Shout out to Chief. And he tells me, he goes, hey. You know who's living with us? Right. And I'm like, who? He goes, Bajaro. <laughs> right? I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Birdie? Yeah, goes, yeah. Black Birdie living with us. I go, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, he got $900,000. Yeah. He blew through. He don't have nothing left. He broke. No. He's broke. Yeah. Yeah. And he's in a treatment center. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. Yeah, Pastor Phil got his back. Exactly. And I'm like, no. you know what? Give this fool my number and tell him right. to call me. Right? Right. So fucking about, man, a day later, the phone rings right. from a number I don't. What's right. up? He goes, Lucky. Now, hey, Bird's a big ass, Bird's hey, a big hey, ass hey, brother, hey, bro. Bird, right? hey. He calls me, he goes, oh, lucky. Yeah, lucky. What up? I go, Bird, and he goes, yeah, man, yeah, man, dude, I just want to yeah. say I'm sorry, yeah, dog. Yeah, so yeah, I, go, yeah. I go, oh man, you need to come up to the yeah. store, man. You need yeah. to come. This is my store. Right, you need to come right. up here. He goes. I will come over there, but I don't want no problems, dog. I don't yeah, want no people right, like that. Yeah. I go, come on, dog. I, right. I just want to see you, dog. So, right. so he rolls up, bro, and he tells me the, the next day he's there, he tells me the whole story of how they right. came. Right. He signed the paper. Yeah. They let him out as soon as he, he got, got to the county exactly, jail. He got $900,000 and he got nothing to show for it. No, bro, how he, he tells hey. me how he got to the county. 
He spent the night, yeah. and the right. next morning he went down to the courthouse. Exactly. He saw all his homies, and they yeah, he all went, got right. released exactly. right. from the courtroom. And let me tell you, so what he did, he did good for the neighborhood because, you know, off the record, you know, he, like, I'm like, bro, like, what, like, you still got money left? And he's like, man, you know, I looked out for the hood. I looked he out didn't for get the lucky his shoes and coffee, let though. Let me tell you, just so the listener knows, man, Blackbird is the type of dude, uh, uh, when, when, when he walks the yard, man, he's like, that's he's one of the reasons why those correction officers took and uh, why the CDC took the weights off. Why? A lot of people don't know. Blackbird's a big dude, man. He was, uh, yeah, he's in that range where. Uh, Is he bigger than you? You know what? Like, like, uh, well, no, he's a little shorter than me, but he's like me and him were lifting this. He's like a three, four quarter on the back arm, man. Five, you know, two hundred. Dude, he, he was hitting like two fifty on a back arm on, on a, uh, and uh, you know, six, seven, eight, nine quarter man on the yeah. bench press. Yeah, yeah, he was up in there. Yeah, Blackbird's big, man. He, you know, and so no, but what I want to get at is. Uh, is yeah, uh, you know, like uh, this dude, man, Pastor Phil, man, he helps a lot of people, you know. And I, I was thinking maybe you guys made me because me and Lucky got the line to him, and maybe we'd want to get Phil on a, Hold on on a, a podcast. Let that, me see, let me see, uh, let me see the prison yard. Let me see if I can see you and Blackbird lifting weights. All right, let's see if I see that. But, what? Uh, but hey, wait, there you guys are. Listen. There you go. What are you lifting right there? You hear that? Oh, man. What are you Back lifting? Back in them days, man, I was throwing it all up. Like, I wish I still had my, my you got that Let me tell you something, iron? dog. Let me tell you something. Uh, it, when, when, when I was busting with Blackbird, this dude. You tell about it. Let yeah. me tell, let me tell you no about joke. Blackbird. Blackbird ain't no joke, bro. No joke. Blackbird was a big. This is a strong, big right. motherfucker <coughs> that's got a few screws loose. He's got a- <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you something like yeah. this. Blackbird and I keep it real, yeah, dog. He had everybody on that yard yeah, yeah, in yeah. check. Yeah, yeah, the brothers, yeah. the sounds yeah, yeah, everybody. Yeah, got, Nobody hey, was fucking with Blackbird. He, he Let got me a twenty-one like inch on the hang. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He was uh, uh, motorboat uh, uh, O's. He's been and, and, and all he wanted to do yeah. was talk about. He was like Lepke in a way. Where's where's that's it, all, that's day, all, all day, day long, bro. We would be dogging it. Yeah. We'd I'd be out there, man, giving everybody the blues yeah, twenty-four yeah, hours a day, dog. Talk about the West, and me and him were like the only West. Siders on the yard, kind of like me and Lep. But yeah. bro, hey man, I love that fool, man. Blackbird's a good ass West Sider right yeah. there, man. Yeah. Shout out the bird. All right, so all right, so this is a good point. Let me. Okay, so let's let's take a second to like go back to now because the way this whole thing came about, right? right. The, what exactly happened that allowed the world to finally kind of like figure out, like, oh wait a second, we got a problem here, right? That was when Gaines and Liga or Liga Liga shoots gains right. and there starts that investigation uh-huh. in which that starts to uncover that gains is doing a bunch of dirty shit right, mm-hmm. right? and they that robbed start- the bank so right before we get to all that i just want you guys to understand something like the way the homicide division was okay so the guy from the lapd straight shooter a regular guy like a good cop like the guy playing by the rules was a dude named detective pool cool okay. yeah didn't pool. he write that book Cool. He didn't write the book, right. but they but but a lot of his investigation went into the book. Right. And this was the one single voice that was trying to basically uncover all the bullshit that was going on that Chief Parks, right. Gil Garcetti, uh, all the city guys were trying to keep that shit quiet. And at first, he was just all right, he was just investigating the Liga, Liga and Gaines. Murder. Who, who was Edward M. Davis? Was he a chief? Davis mm. was one of the guys that was like a lieutenant or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but hold yeah. on. 
All right. So so when Detective Poole, who's this like Boy Scout blue flamer guy, who's all he's about is about the book and doing a good job right. and all this other kind of shit, right? Uh-huh. When he gets into homicide division, right? Right. He had heard all these rumors about what it meant to go into homicide division, but apparently these guys were real like corrupt and lazy. Wow. And he said that like um uh, he was learning, at least not for the detective assigned to the LAPD robbery homicide division. Poole had joined that division four months earlier. He thought it was an honor to be a part of this like elite division, right? right? And he was assigned to a unit that was still known as Major Crimes back then, uh-huh. and it was officially titled Homicide Special, and he was all excited. But right. before he arrived at the headquarters, uh, he had been warned that robbery homicide was a country club atmosphere. Wow. Only a detective that was sponsored could win assignment to the homicide division. And the only detectives who got sponsored were golfers. Oh, my God. Mm. Most of the senior detectives and some of the brass, too, would be out on the golf course while on duty. Right? So think about that. On duty. So the taxpayers are paying these guys to solve murders, but the brass and the detectives are on golf courses. And they would have these pagers and cell phones in case anyone needed to get a hold of them. Mm. All right? What kind of shit is that? Right. And Detective Poole is not having that. And by the way, that's one of the reasons. So his partner, Fred Miller, right? They were in the, when the North Hollywood shooting went down, Fred Miller and Detective Poole were in the Inland Empire at this golf emporium buying clubs. And when they got paged and said that the North Hollywood shooting was going down, they were so far away on duty Mm -hmm. that by the time they got there, the thing was over. It was over and people were dead. (sighs) Mm -hmm. And they should have been there right away. Like Like where that happened, where they were, they should have been on the scene within five minutes. But instead, they were buying golf clubs right. in the Inland Figures, Empire. Eating donuts and buying golf clubs. Yeah. Right. So that's kind of the atmosphere that you have when Detective Poole is trying to figure out, like, wait a minute. What's going on here? Now, what do you guys know about what happened with Gaines and Liga? Like, what's your understanding? I just, you know, from what was said in public eye on the news was that these guys bumped into each other. They didn't know they were both cops because they are both... One's off duty, one's undercover, you know, and they had uh, an exchange of words and like some uh, traffic fucking, what do you call that? Uh, you know, where people start getting upset. road rage, road rage shit. Yeah, yeah. And they get this thing. 1987, that happened right, in 87. And then fucking <clears throat> this cop, you know, they roll up together and he he, he dumps on him. Oh, uh, Frank, his name was Frank something. Frank. Uh, Liga. Liga, yeah. Yeah, Shot he shoots kill, this right. fucking Rampart cat. Right. Who, by the way, had a history, right? So of this flashing guy, his gun, right? Yeah, and yeah. he would fucking pull people over, and he had hot bitches in the front seat, and they'd be like laughing. So and like Kevin guns. Gaines got shot. He killed. He right? was killed. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. And right. Detective, March eighteenth, nineteen eighty-seven. And Detective Poole was on this, and Detective Poole figured out that it was way <laughs> too much of a weird coincidence that Frank Lag is a cop. Now he was doing undercover work uh, for the AB. I read that book. He was doing That's undercover. He was doing right. undercover Lebanon. work yeah. for the AB, so he just looked like right. a regular white, scroungy right. white right. dude, kind of like Swedish fish. Jeez. But then, <laughs> but then, and so Gaines and him get into that altercation, and he winds up shooting Gaines. Right, Gaines's family. Right, they hired Johnny Cochran because yeah. it's like they're like, oh, police, black guy was caught. So then, 
they went around and they started like looking up like, okay, well, who was this Gaines guy? And all this stuff starts to come out, right? Because cause they find out like, wait a second, Gaines was involved in a lot of other incidents. Second thing is, is that his girlfriend was Sharitha Knight. Oh, yeah. Who's Sharitha the, Knight? Harry, Harry O's uh, woman. Harry no, Suge Knight. Suge Knight, there you X-Y. go. Right, 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 right. But you're right. right. But Harry O Harry invested o in right, death row. Right. Yeah, that's how we And ate. he didn't never got paid back. Yeah, yeah. All right, but we'll get but to that in a, a second. Hey, that's a whole nother episode. And no, this right. is what I'm saying. Right, this thing right. is deep. It keeps going. Yeah. Uh, it keeps going. So so, so, so they find out Gaines. Now, what Detective Poole, he's just doing it by the book. He's like, well, wait a second. What the fuck is Gaines doing with Suge Knight's ex-wife? Right. Driving a car that he was shot in, uh-huh. registered to Suge Knight's ex-wife. Exactly. So then they go in, they talk to Sharita, and Sharita tells him, yeah, sometimes he did security for death row. Right. In fact, a lot of LAPD officers are doing security for uh-huh. death row. When he starts to get that, they were moonlighting. They were moonlighting without permits. Without permits, yeah. And so when that started to kind of come out, then Detective Poole is like, "Then my lieutenant tells me that I'm not to make any mention of Sharitha Knight or Gaines' connection to death row records in my follow-up report." So Poole is trying to write this report, right? right? And the heavies up top, above him, are saying, "You're not going to talk about death row, and you're not going to talk about Sharitha." And Pooh was pissed because he knew that there that that Gaines is Gaines should never have there that lawsuit should have come out. But but the LAPD was so scared. So Cochran sues for like twenty million. They settled for two hundred fifty thousand. And it was mainly because the brass didn't want to open up. <clears throat> like oh okay we got all these LAPD a lot of them on the Rampart Division right. We don't want to open up that these dudes are working off the books. For Suge Knight, uh-huh. Death Row Records. Exactly. So they started trying. Yeah, they to put, were they they were meeting at Monty Steakhouse. That was the hangout. That's exactly right, right. Monty Steakhouse. And that's exactly right. So that's when he started to understand, like, holy shit. So 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 his lieutenant tells him, like, don't make any mention of Sharitha Knight. Now he's in in Detective Poole's in this homicide, right? And, and it's and it's and it's the high profile homicide. Right? Like, it's like, these are the cases that they're supposed to be handling. Yeah. They're like, no connection to death row records, and they don't want the document to become public record, wow. and this is coming down all the way from the chief's office. And he said, other detectives had already told Detective Poole that he had to leave that information out of his reports because we don't want people to know that one of our officers is involved with death row. I said, why not? This is Detective Poole talking. It's the truth. And what he got back, do as you're told. Right. They ain't ready for the truth. Yeah, you don't just, want to know the yeah, truth. Yeah, and, and, and Detective Poole was thinking, holy shit, is this how it works down in Homicide? Because right. no wonder they got embarrassed by the O.J. Simpson trial. Right. And, and just so the listener kind of knows and give them some history, the city of Los Angeles faced more than uh, 140 civil suits resulting from the Rampart scandal and paid a total estimate settlement cost of around one. Million and twenty uh, one hundred and twenty five one hundred and twenty five fucking million and we got the homeless on the street Damn. with no fucking That's house. what you were talking about. Yes, the type of money like, that the it costs. What the going on? It's and the sick. homie, the homie man, in the that poor dude that they fucking ran, he ran it at a. Uh, 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 abandoned building around the time I got the hell up off the block when they well not I didn't get the hell up off the block though they came in there and got me up off the block. <sighs> But uh, Javier uh, Avando, man, was awarded a, a $15 million settlement on November 21st of 2000, the largest police misconduct settlement in Los Angeles history. Well, now, what's interesting, bro, about this yeah. 
<laughs> because my first question in my head was like, well, how are they going to dig back into this case, pull it back up, and figure out that these guns and dope was planted? Like, I'm black. Okay, right? well, we're going to get to that because yeah. these cops were even filing off the serial numbers right. on the guns. Yeah. Like, them themselves were doing it. So we're going to get to that. But before we get to that, I think it's important to kind of also establish, like, how does this thing Did, start to get in the public eye? Go ahead. I got something. Do now, it. what originally, because uh, Perez was going into the, like. What, we'll get to that. He was, right. He, All right. right. We'll okay. get to that. Because part of the story is this guy, Detective Poole, who's trying to get to the bottom of it. He right. doesn't care that the LAPD looks bad. Right. He wants to root it out. Right. So he goes and he's yeah, like, he's been, checking the evidence, all right? They've been bad since, uh, go, go back in history. Since 1886. Like, I just watched that movie True Confessions with De Niro and uh, Robert uh, Duvall, where De Niro plays uh, uh, when they were doing the Black Delilah murder thing. Right. They the were Black bad. Dahlia. Dahlia, uh, Elizabeth yeah, Short. that's right. That. Well, they back were in, bad then. It was bad back then. Like, everybody was getting paid Dude, off. Dude, I was just right. telling right. Steve right. that right. in 1920, yeah, right. 1920s, they, uh, Chief Oaks right. was a proud member of the Ku Klux Klan. Sure. Openly. Yeah. Now, check this out. So, the evidence that they collected from the Green Montero, which is what Gr Gaines was driving, right. okay? And that Green Montero, right, registered to Sharitha Knight. No, but he was also driving a band. No, listen, was collected right. from the Green Montero established mainly how intertwined Gaines's life was with Sharitha Knights. Among the items inventoried, okay, was a love note Gaines had written to his girlfriend, an invitation to the fourth birthday party of Suge and Sharitha Knight's daughter, Kayla, right. and in addition to the three of Gaines' LAPD pay stubs, a stub for another check bearing this note, Sharitha from Marion Knight, monthly allowance $10,000. So they were paying Gaines $10,000 on top of all the other shit he was doing. And then inside Gaines' locker, they found, now, his cop locker. Okay, so this is at the station. They found betting stuff <coughs> from Vegas, various phone numbers of unknown females, a business card for a security company in Boston with the name of Officer Bruce Stallworth, a confusing collection of real estate documents, Plus an eight by ten glossies of Suge Knight and Tupac Shakur that were right. taped to the back wall. That shooting couldn't have happened in the year that you're saying. What what year was the shooting? Uh, well, um, I have it. Yeah, pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah, it had to have been. Uh, <clears throat> the um, the shooting of Officer Gaines was uh, around four p.m. on March eighteenth, nineteen seventy-eight. No, no, not no, seventy-eight. No, no, no. No, I'll tell you right no, now. No, I got no, it right. Ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Ninety-seven. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Frank Lago and Kill Lago shot and killed Crash Officer Gaines itself. Yeah. All right, so so Pool Pool is sitting there looking at all this shit like on his officer salary. How is Gaines? They're making fifty-six k a year. So how has he like got real estate portfolios, which? Later, when we get into David Mack, you're going to find out that Mack's a real estate broker, a mortgage wow. broker. And what they would do, you want to know what these motherfuckers would do, dude? You want to get serious, you crazy motherfucker? This is how they would launder this shit. This blew my mind. They would plant evidence on a motherfucker, send them to the pen. Right. Then they will put real estate in his name. Ooh, oh, man. Shit. Okay, now listen. That's that's hold great. on, hold on. They will put real estate in his name, right? And then they would have him have a mortgage. And then he would default on the mortgage. But only they would know because they weren't paying the mortgage for this guy. And they say, guy in the pen don't even know. Defaults on the mortgage. 
then they would go in the auction and buy it. And that's how they would officially get it at this cheap price. And that's what they were doing. And the money be clean by then. And the money would be clean by then. And when they when it really broke up and they found out that these are like eight to ten officers had these crazy real estate portfolios. And that's what they were doing. And and one of the reasons why they stopped looking at David Mack for a while is because Mack, his whole defense was, I'm a real estate guy. How am I a murderer? Like, that's crazy. I would never be an assassin. That's crazy. I'm a real estate. And it took a while for Detective Poole to explain to everybody, like, you don't understand. The cops that we got, they all had these confusing fucking real estate portfolios. And then David Mack is the guy that's a real estate guy. Who do you think they're working with to get this whole fucking scam Damn. working? And there's dudes going away that didn't know that they own property and Damn. that it, they defaulted in their name. Probably came out with credits all fucked up and they don't even know why. Because Damn, it was that's in crazy. Jail. That is heavy. I mean, that's just crazy, right? Like, that's brazen. That is brazen. shit right there. That's not even yeah. like... It's it's like crazy brazen. We're gonna so, get your ass, motherfucker, in a fifteen so, year sentence, and we're gonna buy a few homes in your name while you're gone. Right. So now nowadays, uh, is there like is there still a, is there uh, did they dis, they dismantled all these gang units? They had a consent decree like, where they had the on? Fed come. In. I don't know. Let's get to that later. Right, let's right. build up because I think, you know, when we're, when we're talking a lot about like like you were saying, Steve, like. A lot of people hear us say about, you know, crooked cops and this and that. And they just figure, well, based on, you know, your guys' history and where you're from, of course you're going to say that. Like, that's just, that's what criminals say. They say shit like that. But then when you really look at this, right, and you look at it, you can see just how corrupt the LAPD was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this, is a, this is a very complex scam. Deep. I mean, they were running, dude. Deep roots, bro. So just just what what Lepke was saying when they when they at the time of his death when they opened up Gaines's wallet it contained a ten day old receipt from Monty's Steakhouse right. in Westwood yeah right is that still up there in I Westwood? don't know I don't know Monty's, somebody look it up Monty's was uh, Monty's was up on I, I remember look it up Smith. you want to know how much the the, the bill was, was, the top. That, was that Gaines the top. paid right. for of you want, it was nine hundred fifty two dollar lunch tab that he paid for at Monty's Steakhouse yeah, on a cop salary yeah exactly on a cop salary exactly yeah that's crazy so anyway um. The detective, like, he had Versace shirts that were, like, $1,000 a piece. He had a BMW, a Ford Explorer. He had a Mercedes 420 cell. And his vanity plate, I mean, said, uh, it's okay, IA. Like, he was taunting internal affairs on his vanity plate gains. Had all these cars he wasn't supposed to have. And on his vanity plate, it said, it's okay, IA. Like, That's it's okay, crazy. internal it's affairs. affairs. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, man. <laughs> Like Man. that's that's just what I mean. What is it like? How do you live a life like? How do you? I mean, he was living it just fine. Seems like until he got killed. Yeah, till he got killed. Man, so dude, it's just beyond me. I was wondering how how they were going to get how this how my boy Blackbird was going to get out. You know, I was like, how are they going to review this case and figure it out that Paul Thompson, a.k.a. Blackbird, yeah. is telling the truth about, you know, what are they going to 
open up the file and now they have to retry it. And this is what I'm thinking is going to have to happen. Right. This is why I was confused on how this guy was let out immediately and received this money all within a three month period. That's okay? because, that's because, oh. go ahead. What well, what I was going to say was is because pretty soon on the news, they start explaining on the news what's going on. And that's that. All these cases that are coming up on Rafael, they now under they now have enough on Rafael Perez and his crew about planning guns and doing all this shit that they just start having to throw out and reverse all the cases that are being brought. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, but listen, the the actual thinking is is that Every, they, nobody knows what what Rafael Perez whether he was telling the truth or not. What Rafael Perez said was, "Send me all the arrests and the convictions from blank to blank, and I'll tell you which ones are fake." So now, and he failed five polygraph tests. Ray Rafael Perez failed five polygraph tests. Okay. So when they say he confessed and they overturned some of them, uh huh, a lot of people would say that he actually covered up a actually a bigger, larger thing. That he was just taking everyone on a a, a, reg, a a wild goose chase, releasing some people to make it seem like everything's going down. But the truth is, is that they're not sure that at the very end of this thing, nobody trusts what he said in, that, in those confessions. Because you got to remember. That, so what do they do with that? Is that why they let out a bunch of people? No, 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 no. They let out a people based on what he said. Now it was too late. To go back on what he said, the city had already spent a lot of money. So then they were trying to cover up a R- Rafael Perez's lies. Mm-hmm. So then they're trying to get it. That's when the feds start to step in and say, hey. And Christopher Wallace's <coughs> estate is suing LAPD or the city for covering all this stuff up and allowing their son to die. We'll get to that. When they started doing the investigation in the city... Both the city and and Biggie Smalls' estate said, okay, we'll dismiss the case for now. You guys finish the investigation, and then we can refile the case. So that's where everything sits there. But it's mainly because uh, they believe that a lot of shit that Rafael Perez said was a lie. He covered up, and he didn't indict any. Nobody said shit about David Mack. Everybody kept their mouth shut about that guy. And and, and and Parks and, and, and L.A. Times and all those people helped suppress, according to this book, helped suppress the I real truth. Book. So it looked like the thing mm-hmm. got blown wide open. And it seemed like something was happening. But in reality... You was, only got the two top layers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, this when I was reading this book, they said something now. I don't know if this is true. Maybe you guys know. Maybe you don't. It's not even really a, a Rampart uh, scandal. It was an LAPD scandal. It was. It might be an LA City scandal. Scandal, right? Exactly. Exactly. It was so deep that they had to fucking cut the fucking arm off before it affected the whole fucking. That's body. exactly what happened, and it, and the, and, the, and the feds had to come in, and there had to be some kind of negotiation that happened between them. And I gotta believe. Now, when you see the layer, when you see this level of corruption and working together, you understand how many people have to be involved in order for that to happen. And to they and they Indiana. are right, and they are, and it's not just law enforcement. And like what the city, and and even the feds at a certain level that you must understand. Then they must all know all this shit's corrupt, right? Like everybody knows it. It's it, it's how the system actually works, 
And that's not to say that there aren't individuals. I mean, this guy, Detective Poole, is one of those guys that's like, I, I it's wrong and I'm not I'm not part of this, but he gets iced out. They ice him the fuck out. Nobody wants to hear from Detective Poole. Nobody wants I wonder what Detective Poole's doing now. Surprise he's not dead. I don't know, but like on the final on the final rampart, we'll do an update on like where everyone's at. Like what's going on? Where's cause one of the listeners DM'd us and said uh, Rafael Perez is like a bus Worth driver no, no, or a security limo? guard. Yeah, yeah. He's a security guard. So check Come this on. out. So part of this story of the the scandal and what's going on with the LAPD actually dovetails with the traditional gangs that you normally kind of hear about the Bloods and the Crips, right? Because uh, gangs and uh, yeah, didn't they also find the the said when they were going through uh, one of the lockers, they had also found the pictures of of uh, gangs or uh, and Suge and all the yeah films. they were throwing it up, right? Right. So here in the in the in the red uniform, but and Suge exactly file and rank, and, and Suge right now Suge made it publicly known on his own that he was a blood. That's what he said, right. Exactly. And I was in Ironwood. There were some dudes that took a fall for Suge. I was at, I was in the scullery with a cat. Uh, 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 shout out to Rat from my, uh, from from uh, original Mob Piru. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Rat. We worked in the scullery, and he you know he he liked me with a little bit like yeah you know I you know I, they taking care of me. I'm up in there like cool you know dude man cool brother man we you know shout out to uh, Payaso from Culver City. Payaso. Yeah, Payaso, my boy Payaso from the city, man, kept us laced. We were smoking, taking weed breaks in the bathroom in the scullery. Yeah, because, you know, you know, like, I, you know, I, I don't fuck with that drugs in the pen, but I tell you, I ain't going to pass a joint down. Yeah. I was hitting that weed because I was scrubbing a lot of pots and pans, man. And let me ask you a question. So, so okay, so I start to read a little bit about that. Uh-huh. And in this book, uh, what they the said. Lab, is that, we talking about the lab, the lab, yeah. the L.A., L.A. Labyrinth. 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 Yeah. Right, right, right. Now, and it's got a picture of Tupac right, and, right, right. and, and I read Biggie. That. I got a hold of that in the pen, man, and I read it. That's like, like you read that book and that explains to you who killed uh, Biggie in that. Well, see, I started That's reading. That's an accurate motherfucking book, man. Let me tell you something. Right. I started reading that. Right. Who right. wrote that? Uh, look right there. We're going to look, look right, it up. No, 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 no. I got it For right the here. reader, man, get out there and read this book, man. It's a good, like, because, hey, yeah, listen, on the Hard okay, Luck. Okay, check it out, check it out, check give, it out. Give them game. On the Hard right. Luck Show, we're going to incorporate these these this uh, resources that we come up with because we do read, you know, like. Hey, check look, it out. Here uh-huh. we go. Labyrinth uh, Randall Sullivan. That's and by a, the way, he's right. got another book coming right. out plugging the this book. year. Hey, no, what we're going to do is. We're gonna put links up to the books that we talk right. about on this show. Put those links up, man. Yeah, like like Lepke. It's gonna be yeah, exactly. Right. And people can click right through to the right. materials. And and the one about uh, Sitting Bull. People right. are hitting me up. They're like, "What's the name yeah. of that book of Sitting Bull and Wild, uh, and Buffalo Bill?" And and what we're gonna do is we're gonna do like like we're gonna do like a West Side fucked up Oprah book right. club. Oh, I'm ready. right. It's not going to be about like, no, 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 no. it's not going to be like waiting to exhale, no, you know, no, all right, that shit. Right, no, right, no, right. no. It's going to be about co- cop corruption right, right. and greasy motherfuckers. Yeah. We got one city of courts. Hell yeah. Go get that. I had and some Indian to, shit right. that's Indian, tell you with right. like some crazy let me Indian stuff. Some real history. Hey, let me ask yeah. Smitty. What was the last book you read, man? The last book? Yeah, besides the AA, the Bob and the story of the uh, Nar- Alcoholics Anonymous. The fourth book on Aragon. Oh, cool. Smitty's with it. Aragon. Dude, Smith's Aragon. Yeah, yeah, no, Smitty's yeah, down Aragon. with the, uh, the, the, the Game of Thrones, man. 
Yeah, that I'm waiting for the eighth season. Smitty, to come out. Smitty goes to the library and gets the Game of Thrones. That's how he watches it because he don't, he ain't got the cable popping. But I got him with the cable up there. <laughs> yeah, but you know, eight. Smitty, huh. man, Smitty, look, you know, you look like you know what I mean. Like, hey, who's your favorite Smitty. character on Game of Thrones, Smitty? Hey, shout out! I to like the dwarf. Hey, he works out at Gold. <laughs> guy's so cool. He, he works out at Gold. He wow. does work out at my gym. I see him every day. Yeah, he didn't die hey, through I, the whole series. No, he, he, yeah, that's he true. I've seen him there. Yeah. That dude's bad didn't die. Hey, no, I want to say something about Smitty. So Smitty, like, you think, like, you look at Smitty like he ain't a non-hustling motherfucker. Smitty. No, he looks like a dwarf. Actually, <laughs> Smitty. Smitty looks hustling to me. Right? You want to hear it? Yeah, he's a good hustler. Let me tell you what happened with Smitty. So Smitty looks at me. He goes, you don't got to go to the movie theater to see The Irishman. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, I got it on the thing on Netflix. I, get yeah. I go, yeah, you're out of your mind. You're crazy. No. Like, right when this fucking movie popped, man, I was like, I know I, I saw Lucky had something up where he went to like a premiere. Yeah. Like, I, I you know. I yeah, but that's how Lucky rolls. Yeah, yeah Lucky's Glamorous good Lucky. Hey. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. You know, like, so I'm like, what do you mean? So, so he has, like, Smitty has one of those TVs we have in the cell, Lucky. Right, like the right, little right, penitentiary yeah, yeah, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 19 inch. So I'm like, yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, a motherfucker, like, if I'm going to watch The Irishman, I want to see it on the screen. <laughs> so I'm thinking, is this in a theater or is right, it? Right, right. Like, actually, like, so he fucking goes down. Like, I think he's bullshit. I'm like, oh, you got to be out of your mind because sometimes Smitty will blow some smoke up somebody's ass. But anyway, right. we get up there, man, and it fucking Irishman. I'm like, what? And you watched yeah, it? I fucking sat there. We did because it's three hours. So we watched right. an hour and a half. And we came back the next night. We watched an hour and a half. Sitting right there, yeah, because I got the middle bed. You know, I keep yeah. people out of that middle bed. So him and his brother, we were going to bring his brother, but his brother has a fucking cold, and he ain't moving too good, man. Shout but out Smitty, to yeah. But Smitty, dude, Smitty kind of like looks like a guy who's up to shenanigans. Like when you look at him, you're like, man, what kind of malarkey is that guy Something's up to? Going on. Yeah, he's gonna be falling around a dwarf who's drinking all the time, yeah. trying to bang every chick that walks on the planet. Yeah, I mean, cool. that's his spirit animal. Is the dwarf from Game of Thrones, man? See, a lot of people don't realize that when you get clean my and sober, hero. man, and you come into the program, man. You know, like my mother used to say, "Shout out to my mother, rest in peace." I that's might right. go down there to yeah. his side and go put a, you know, just you know, acknowledge. But you know, like like when like when you uh you get clean and sober, man. Like my mother used to tell me, man, you you don't have you don't have to dance with everybody, but you got to dance with somebody. And in the program of AA and NA, the men work with the men and the women work with the women because we could get clean and sober. All of a sudden, we want to get in relationships. What woman's working with Smitty? Well, what they do, well, no, no, what we do is like, <laughs> like women like, work with women, Smitty's working with a woman. Well, if Smitty started working with women, he might start drinking. Uh-oh. Smitty oh, can't man. be drinking. Uh-oh. No, but they what it is. They all want to drink. I don't know. Yeah, why. yeah. They're all, yeah, but so, yeah. So it's like. <laughs> like, a drink. Like, yeah, this sponsorship, you know, you know, we help people. You know, it's like it's better, you know. Like a lot of people don't understand the program, but that's not to discuss on this show. Yeah, but hey, right. so listen. All right. So this is what I want to run by you guys. And I don't know if it's true, but this book says, okay. So we kind of know about the Bloods, Ashug Knight, da-da-da. But what about the Crips? And what this book claims is that there was a group called the Baby Avenues. Man. Does that, that sound right? Wait, wait. Well, now, listen, now, 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 now the Avenues like that. Now listen, so there's the, the Harlem 30s, and then you have the Avenues is like something out of the Harlem. Let me read this to you, right, and then you uh, tell me right. if this is bullshit let me see. or if this is real. Let me. All right, this is... All right, now, one of the segments we do on the show is called Bullshit or Real. Here we right. go. Right around this time, the Baby Avenues committed a robbery that would profoundly shape the future of L.A.'s inner-city neighborhoods. The victims were a group of Asian merchants who had been confronted as they left a meeting on the store 
security measures by baby avenues. Members who brandished sticks and demanded their money. One of the merchants, who spoke very little English, tried to explain to the police that the robbers, like cripples, had carried walking sticks. Hold on. A reporter was standing nearby when the frustrated victim, who can't speak English, shouted at the police officer who was questioning him, Crip! Crip! When an article about the Crips gang appeared in the newspaper the next day, the Baby Avenues were so flattered by the publicity that they adopted the name and beginning committing even bolder robberies. Soon the gang spread into divisions, East Side Crips, West Side Crips, Compton Crips. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna elaborate. Bullshit or real? No, I'm gonna tell you like this. I've, I've heard, not, that. I've heard this. That? I've heard this, but just so the listener, like I've went on YouTube and I found uh, we're gonna give a little shout out, a little big up to uh I've, there, there's a guy on YouTube, man. His name's Kev Mack. Are you guys familiar with yeah, Kev Mack? Yeah. Kev Mack has some videos uh, that are, there are uh, not videos, but yeah, videos. And I, and I've and he now they're accurate. Shout out to a uh, 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 to Monster to Cody Scott. He's he, they got him on that video, and they got a few of those guys because I you know like I like to research, so I watch those. And if if, if the listeners ever want to get any uh um, like knowledge about what, what what happened with the Crips and what's going on with them, and as far as the true OGs from there, yeah, they go way back, man. Like Kev Mac is going into like the hardcore Crip hoods, and what he's doing is he's having uh like he's doing what basically what we're doing, Lucky. He's having, you know, he's putting, you know, like the OGs. He's got the how the right. '60s was formed. But the, the story, baby the story, is that true? Uh, you could go on that Kev Mac thing if they if they bringing it up about how that how that stuff went down. Then I would say Kev Mac videos, they, his YouTube channel. But is Steve, free. you heard that They're before? Very accurate. Yeah, I've heard I that. I have it was heard that before. Yes. A report, and they were describing. I've also heard that, was that a Raymond Washington and Tookie, it was two sides, but they were all Crips in the beginning. There was East Side Crips and there was West Side Crips. Let me see if I can there pull was, up this. There was Kev never. Mac like I don't want like the listener like well these are essays and they you know yeah <clears throat> right. but we grew up with the Crips man we man, did time on the with west them. side yeah we grew up with them Mansfield uh, yep. uh, schoolyard Crib uh, Ghost Town uh, uh, Shorelines Sh- shout out to Sugar Bear from Shorelines Marvin by yourself Marvin's, yeah all we that. know them all yeah yeah we grew up with a uh, uh, drag from schoolyard and a uh, crazy D and, uh, and all right let's see let's right. let hey for real quick let's see this says the origins of the Compton Crips right it's a Kev Mac video yeah kev mack man you let's go see, let's he's see got what, a let's uh, see. big shout out to kev mack, kev right mack man come on let's see what let's see what it says right right oh man this thing better hurry yeah, up the jam, got no, all no, no, no 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 but what they do is he does it good watch so he's got a uh, rock he got og rock head from uh huh, huh. Naked head and sidewalks. i'm just getting ready to tell the real man there we go. Before they even thought of it, we was already done. Already doing this shit. <laughs> See, the hub represent the hub represent the middle. That's and Compton. Yeah. You can go in any various direction and run into something that's gonna be significance in this Compton thing, you know. So we right here, me and Bitter Dog Bruno, AK Raw Sweets, representing for KM Videos. Founded, dude, Compton Crips founded in 1972, they said. That's old. Yeah, but you go to Kev Mack, they're going to let you know about the Baby Avenues and everything that was going on over there. Like, Let's search that. that. Now, we, I used to stop through the Sheriff Capri, but they were still Carver Park boys then. They weren't actually tripping in. 
Oh, you, that's the OG up there. Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, and he does not wear you know, tennis shoes. Some of the big names in Carver Park. Yeah, they All right, dude, shoes. yeah, I don't know. Listen, whoever's out there, send us the video to find out whether or not this book's telling the truth about how the Crips became called the Crips. Everybody heard about the Baby Avenues. Everybody heard about an Asian saying, Crip, Crip, and then that's how they got the Crips. If that's not true, let us know. But that's what the book says. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay? <clears throat> now, uh... Now, what do you guys but know yeah, about? But hey, but what do you know about Suge Knight? Oh man, I, 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 yeah, you want me? I, I don't know. I heard a he, rumor. He was a football. But wait a minute. Wait, he wait, wait. A... Hold on. I heard a rumor. Go ahead. Listen, to this. Go I ahead. heard a rumor that if Merriweather, somebody goes, if Merriweather wins the fight, he's gonna bail Suge Knight out. And I was like, well, Merriweather won, but Suge Knight is still in jail. I, how much time did he get for that? Like, uh, like Suge, why do you lose your temper, man? Like, yeah. like Suge's washed up now. Like Suge, you ain't supposed He's to done. lose your temper. You're a professional. Like that's when I come to like just so the listener knows that I can't work in my ego today. I can't be self-absorbed. I don't think that dude right. so much like, lost his temper. I think that dude got scared for his life. And they, did that shit. You think they were rushing him at Tams? Yeah, yeah. Tams ain't him. no joke, man. I, I, Listen, I, in '85 he was 260 pounds. He trans Suge which comes from Sugar Bear, which is what his mom right, used to right, call him, right, right? right? Transferred to the University of Nevada at Las Vegas. He wore number 54. You know why he, he was did... a starting but defensive wait, wait. end. You know why he didn't want to play ball in the NFL? Because he felt that playing ball in the NFL was kind of like, he looked at it like, like slavery, man. Well, check this out. I read that. I read that. He talked about that in that, right. that interview. How, well, who knows what he, listen, he says a lot of shit in interviews that isn't necessarily like what's really going on. There was a period of time, too, where he was talking in interviews about how he's being unfairly targeted because he's a successful black man. Well, how about but that, I mean, come on. That listen, is, listen. that money they paying in the NFL, in the, in the NFL, that money that they giving those players listen to, this. to work out listen, all listen day. Listen to this account. Listen to this account. I'm going to be slaving. Hey, check it out. Wearing number 54 and, and starting at defensive end, Suge was voted UNLV's Rookie of the Year. He was a player, man. He got elected defensive captain, won first-team all-conference honors. On campus, he was regarded as a big, friendly guy. Who slapped blacks, told jokes, and indulged uh, with remarkable moderation in drug, sex, and alcohol. He so right his, there, he wasn't crazy. No, he got his feet wet. Didn't he go to the NFL for a minute? Hold on. I'm going to get to the Rams that. Yeah, that's down. exactly right, right Lepke. Right. Okay. So, uh, so other teammates from the inner city were arrested for armed robberies, carjackings, and sexual assaults. But Suge made his extra spending money by working as a bouncer at the Cotton Club. During his senior season, though, Suge became a more remote and mysterious character. Overnight, he had enough money to rent an apartment for himself and to purchase a series of late model sedans. If you, if like Luck was saying, if you go to that documentary, um, there is a documentary. I think is that the one on Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a heavy duty documentary. I watch it with my That's mother. Where they got him in the steakhouses and the restaurants. He regularly received right. visitors from Compton and developed a reputation as. Perhaps the biggest drug dealer on campus. Yeah, he was doing it. When he was drafted by the Los Angeles Rams. Exactly, yeah. Right? After his last season in 1987, Suge promptly dropped out of school, moved back to L.A. He made the Rams roster during the strike-shortened 1988-89 season and right. crossed the picket lines. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Do you yeah. remember when yeah. they had the scabs playing? So who was... Uh... Hold on. All right. 
to perform as a replacement player, but he was cut from the team when the strike ended and the real pros returned. And and that's when his career ended. So the way this book makes it sound is that he just wasn't good enough for the pros. I don't think. I think he was good enough. Uh, you know I what? mean, but he didn't me make it to it. He didn't make but it. He you, had so, his chance. But wait. So now this is what happens. With Go ahead. Everything else that you're reading behind of him, whether or not he he did get cut or they yeah. cut him, you say they cut him. So anything that happened in that period of time, that sounds like somebody that, that, that probably uses it, took some money, put it aside. Uh-huh. Because everything leading up to him getting cut, off of the NFL, right? Is he was stacking some money somewhere where he didn't have to worry. See, a smart man does that, right? It's like let me go on and put this money aside in case something bad happens, right? And that's what happened. So he had money already, and then on the resentment that he got struck because it, not even whether he was resentful or not, he had the hustling ability inside of him to hustle from everything else you read. And Suge Knight, if you really look at it, it's kind of like we we're not going to compare him to this one, compare him to that one. But anytime anybody is off. For the gift, and you have the gift of knowing how to run business or make money or do whatever it is that you do. Right. You have to have discipline involved in. Yeah, what but you're he, doing. but but as you point out, he lost his discipline uh, on the temper tip. Like he oh. he kind of lost it uh, with that. But well, anytime you're involving yourself with doing illegal shit with the gang and with the neighborhood and whatever it is, anytime we get put ourselves in that position, what we're doing is we uh. We're not... Uh, Listen to this, Lepke. Let me take you into the crazy world of Suge Knight right now. Let's see. Suge Knight's criminal record began at almost the same time as his football career ended. In October of 1987, his future wife, Sharitha, who would go on to date... Gaines. Gaines. First obtained a restraining order against her possessive boyfriend, then had him arrested for grabbing her by the hair and cutting off her ponytail mm. during an argument in the driveway of her mother's house. Two weeks later, on Halloween night, Suge was arrested in Las Vegas for shooting a man twice, once in the leg, <clears throat> once in the wrist, while stealing his Nissan Maxima. Oh. When the, when the Las Vegas police arrested him, Shook was carrying a 38 caliber Smith and Wesson revolver in the waistband of his pants. Incredibly, a well-connected attorney, a contrite courtroom appearance, and his reputation as an athlete helped him to have the felony charges reduced to misdemeanors. Damn, you can shoot somebody and make that shit a misdemeanor with the right representation. And I just, it gets crazier and crazier. Listen, guys. This has been a great, indepthful, insightful show. We have di- we have began to dip in and open this and peel this back, but you know we're about two hours into this thing, <laughs> so we got to wrap this thing up for today. We're gonna put a hold on it, and we'll bookend this another time. Right. This is the end. This is the uh, end of. Um... Part one. Part one. Rampart part one. one. So let me ask you. Go ahead. How many parts are we going to... Uh, you can keep rolling on this. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I at least think there's two more. If you really want to tell the stories. Like, you're going to be able to hear the stories of Suge Knight. You, eventually, we're going to have to dip into how right. does this relate it? How do we even... Oh, I got to go way deeper yeah, on my personal experiences with Rampart. I didn't even get to go there. What and do you then, mean? And then, you got some... Per- <laughs> I got more shit, man. Why, I got don't you, why don't you tell us, like, in, in the next episode, 
why don't you give us some titles or like a little smidge of what you what oh, you're gonna share? Oh man, there's some murder trials. There's stuff I got pulled into. Oh yeah. shit, that I had no part of. Man. You know what? That's is that that story that you tell where you're like minding your own business and then all of a sudden they pull you into some kind of trial and they want yeah, to- yeah 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 yeah. I'm gonna get into it, man. There's just some dirty. Or even shit. about how about or even about the time when they picked me up on Sunset and fucking Highland, man. For us, they said that I, my friend had received, my homie had receiving stolen property in the trunk and I get in the cell and all of a sudden I am uh, um, charged with uh, possessing a legal substance of heroin to wit sale. To wit, to wit sale. sale. That's what it to said. Wit to wit sale. To wit sale. To wit sale. Yeah. So now I'm fucking like, you know, like they. I'm like, so the lawyer, the the uh, what public the pretender, yeah. <laughs> the, the dump truck. truck. Yeah, the dump <laughs> truck tells me this is what they want to do. This officer's trying to get to a, wit sale. Yeah, to wit sale. And the back on them, back in them days, a uh, sale. You know, you were looking with 25 spoons of heroin already bagged up that was supposedly in the detention cell that I left behind. And everybody knows that I ain't going to keep, you know, if you know me well, the heroin ain't going to be, I'm not going to leave it in the cell. I'm going to get some fucking plastic. <laughs> I'm going to wrap that shit up and it's going straight up to the, the hoop. To the hoop. But anyway, gentlemen, yeah. thank you. We are going to sign off and we will see everybody back. Rampart Part 2 with Big Lip. West Side. West Side. Do that before today. We're out of here. Shout Shout out to Muggs from Soul Assassin. Shout out to Esteban and Cartoon. And shout out to Smitty for making it through. That's right. Shout out to my girl. Goodbye. Shout out to my son. Yeah, Mm. shout out to my daughter. Shout shout out out to to my boy and my girl. Hey, shout shout out out to to my woman. Esteban Oreo. No, that's not my woman. Oh. What's your yeah, big name? shout out to estevanorio.com. What's your, what's your woman? Sarah. Sarah. Mean Sarah. Sarah Say goodbye, Ovanda. you guys. Sarah Ovanda, right. like, Lu- Javier, like Javier Ovanda. Hey, look, hey, look, okay. hey, look he's got fire in his ass. Let's go. Yeah, right. he does. We're out of here, guys. Adios, Adios amigos. Right, a rato, a rato, a rato, a rato, a rato, a rato.